Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. In the middle of the earth, in the land of Shire, lives a brave little hobbit whom we all admire with his long wooden pipe. Fuzzy woolly toes. He lives in a hobbit hole and everybody knows him. Bilbo, Bilbo Baggins. He's only three feet tall. Bilbo, Bilbo Baggins. The bravest little hobbit of them all. Now hobbits are peace-loving folks, you know. They're never in a hurry and they take slow. They don't like to travel away from home. They just like to eat and be left alone. But one day Bilbo was asked to go on a big adventure to the caves below to help some dwarves get back their gold that was stolen by a dragon in the days of old Bilbo. Bilbo Baggins only three feet tall. Bilbo Bravest little hobbit of them all. Well, he fought with the goblins. He battled a troll. He riddled with Gollum. A magic ring he stole. He was chased by wolves, lost in the forest, escaped in a barrel from the elf king's halls. Bilbo, Bilbo Baggins, the bravest little hobbit of them all. That brave little hobbit whom we all admire Just sitting on a treasure of silver and gold Puffing on his pipe in his hobbit Ho, ho, Bilbo Bilbo Baggins He's only three feet tall Bilbo, Bilbo Baggins The bravest little hobbit of them all Bilbo, Bilbo Baggins Now, that of course Why does it sound awful in here? Why does it... Got the microphone the wrong way around. There we go. That'll do it. Whoa, whoa! Didn't turn my microphone around, did I? There we go, dear listener. Let's kick off um, and celebrate the magic of Leonard Nimoy. Now, now, now. There is a brilliant. Um, I'm losing my voice, by the way, guys, and I've got a bit of a cold. So tonight could be hard work for both of us. Hmm. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Tonight we're going to do a nice, fun show. We'll have a laugh because it's been a bit of a heavy week, so we're going to have a laugh and stuff. There is a film that I've been waiting to see for a while. I saw a trailer for it, I guess, earlier in the year, I guess. And um, it's about Leonard Nimoy, for the love of Spock. And it's made by Leonard Nimoy's son, Adam Nimoy. And I was at home today, and I was pottering around. I had nothing to do. I thought, oh, I'll see if they've updated Netflix. I'll see if there's anything extra... Uh, anything new on Netflix, and I'll have a little look at that. And I turned it on, boom, The Love of Spot came up. I was gone. That was it. I'm, uh, I'm out. I checked out for two hours, and I watched it. Absolutely brilliant. I mean, just superb. I'm tempted to get the DVD, because there's loads of extras on there. Just made by his son, right? And it is such... A labour of love um, that, you know, it, what a great thing to give to his dad. And it's 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 the story of Leonard Nimoy, and it's the story of Spock, but 
it's also the story of um, a father and a son. And a father and a son who, um, (laughs) I think it's fair to say, didn't really get on very well for a lot of the time. Both of them had um, dependency issues. Um, Turns out, I didn't know Lennon anymore was a boozer. Yeah, he was a big boozer. And and Adam has his own kind of... um, uh, They don't go into massive details about... uh, what goes on, but there's a lot of times in the 70s, 80s, 90s and the 21st century when they're not talking to each other and so the fact he's made this film for his dad who's, who, um, they started it together and then his dad died of course um, and it's absolutely stunning just stunning anyway um, we, we can talk about it a bit tonight but um I tweeted Adam Nimoy earlier on today, asking if he'd come on the show. And literally five minutes before the show, I got an email from him saying, yeah, when do you want to do it? Beautiful. So next week, guys, hopefully, if we can do it, we can find the time before Christmas. If he can find the time before Christmas, um, we'll um, uh, we'll get Adam Nimoy on. It's just, um, it's just such a good um, story. And it's told brilliant. Lennon Nimoy is, I mean, just... A fascinating um, character. And they show scenes from Star Trek for The Voyage Home, which is probably one of the greatest films of all time. Certainly one of the greatest time travel movies of all time. I, we, we'd, we'd have to say that. 0344 499 is the uh, telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you're more than welcome. Um, I had I had things, I had ideas, I had plans for tonight. But do you know what? Let's junk them. Um, and let's just see what happens. Let's just see what you want to talk about. It's a weird kind of time, isn't it? It's, I suppose some of, for some of you today might have been the last day of school or the last day of work. Um, or, or maybe you're working next week. It's weird because Christmas, it's Christmas on Sunday. Christmas day is Sunday, isn't it? So I always feel a little bit cheated when Christmas day is on a Saturday or Sunday because it's like, well, I wouldn't be doing nothing on a Saturday or Sunday anyway. So I feel a little bit cheesy. So it's a weird kind of time. And it's the first Christmas of, for us here at Talk Radio. And it's, I don't know. And it's been a it's been a, a stressful week. You know, I've kind of uh, made you work hard this week as listeners. So um, I'm going to sit here tonight. Any ideas I had, um, we're going to just chuck out the window. Uh, I've got some bits and pieces from the newspapers that I can talk about if the conversation runs a bit dry. My voice is going a little bit and I do that thing because I don't have a sphincter in my mouth. This is true. I can't belch. And when I get a sore throat, I get really gassy. So it's actually it's it's very uncomfortable for me to speak speak, because I'm constantly swallowing massive gulpfuls of air. Um, So... You know, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I've got my sights lowered for tonight's show. We'll just see how we get on, shall we? We'll do straight to air after midnight. Um, and if it doesn't work, I think we'll knock it on the head. Um, we might do it from time to time as a special, as a one-off. But if it doesn't work tonight, I think we'll knock it on the the head because um, maybe it's it's of its time, you know, in the 90s, early 21st century, it kind of fitted. But everyone has got an outlet 
where they can go and make a tit of themselves for for 90 seconds or three minutes or whatever and 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 so phoning up a radio station isn't isn't what it once was with all of that in mind oh three four 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 nine nine or one thousand is the telephone number let's go to hassan evening hassan evening ian evening hassan no ian i am very sick so if i hang up it's not don't take it personally oh but I have to call in tonight. When you say Very sick, important. do you mean you're going to throw up? Oh, mate, I've, been, I've, got, I've had everything. Temperature, throwing up, the cough, the flu, everything. What the hell is wrong with you, Hassan? I, I think I got it. I think I got it from you via osmosis. Do you know osmosis? Do you I'm know not... that guy? No. No, OK. Well, maybe I didn't get it via osmosis then. No, I don't think you did. It, I, I got it from my parents who came back from Saudi Arabia, so I blame them. Your parents really They're have Saudi, screwed you up, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. Ian. Yes, Hassan. I had to call because what an incredible week. This week, I've hated you, oh. loved you, oh. not liked you, liked you. And I thought, he's okay, actually. Oh. Because after that Brexit show, even though you, the puns that you had, I was convinced yeah. that you're a bit of a knob. Um, why, so listen, I, I, if, uh, I want the choice as to whether I eat a Sharia burger... Or a Christian burger. That's my choice. As long as, not, <laughs> as long as you're not, as long as you're not a Muslim, you're okay. Mate. <laughs> I did feel a little. I, I felt. I, did, I felt more than a little. I felt very dirty doing that show. I felt very, very dirty. Well, I was tricked by it. I, I'll be bluntly honest. I, I couldn't work you out. Having listened to you for years, I thought this is a new bloke. Yeah. He's lit, some, Catherine's pressed the button on him, and he's gone. He's flipped. Or he's being paid an incredible amount of money to change his pack. Imagine if, if the whole, the past 12 years of broadcasting had been a long con, where oh. really I had been a, a right-wing racist reactionary, <laughs> and it was all building up to that show to lure everyone in, thinking I was a lefty, hippie so-and-so, just so I could smack you all in the gut with, um, with that. What's interesting is lots of people got very upset, and, and, and by lots of people, I mean... Some regular listeners to the show got very angry, and they've stopped listening to the show. Um, even though some of them got what I was doing, and some of them didn't get what I was doing. Some, um, lots of people on Twitter have got... Can we turn this screen off? Because this screen's going to give me a migraine. Lots of people on Twitter got very angry. Other presenters have got very angry with me. Um, oh, really? And I'm not quite sure... Why? I'm not quite sure what I've done to make everybody, you know, I'm, I'm glad it's that people have had a reaction. I'm glad you had a reaction to it. But, um, yeah, you know, anyway, it is what it is. I'm, I'm pleased with it. The, the thing is, we all make mistakes, but you only have to listen from 12 to 1 a.m. last night to realise what a cracking bloke you are, because... That was powerful radio with Manny and and and, and the rest of them last night. Because well, I've spoken to you before about my blindness, depression, etc. That was powerful radio, and you're such a helpful bloke. Well, I'm not sucking up to you. I don't want a job at. Well, not yet. Well, no, listen, I, I'm also a bit of a knob, Hassan. I'm a, I'm a, quite a bit of a knob, and I'm um I'm an idiot, and I get loads of things wrong, and I'm constantly getting loads of things wrong, Ooh. Hassan. I'm getting my at the moment. I am getting my life spectacularly wrong, right? It's completely all over the shop. Um, um, 
so I'm not I'm not a great bloke. I'm all right at doing this job. I'm actually I'm pretty good at doing this job. I think you uh, are. It's the one thing you I'm are. good at. Uh, the rest of it is all going to cock. But there you go. Mate, I wish you the best of luck with it. But one of the one of the things I wanted to discuss with you before I get cut off, yeah, is Amir Khan. Oh the yeah, story that that you closed off with last night. I'm fascinated. This is interesting. I'm fascinated, and I shouldn't be. It's terrible. It's the worst kind of um, um, rubbernecking. But and I don't I don't know any of the people involved in the story. But I'm fascinated by it. It's all allegedly, obviously, but yeah. my word, it's it's. I mean, I've seen every interviews on the Asian channels now. It's oh. it's. Uh, so he, he's a bo- he's a boxer. He's got a yeah. wife who's a model. They're millionaires, yeah. and apparently, yeah. the, his family don't like her. Yeah. So she, they, she's been bullied for the last three years. She was divorced allegedly. Uh, she was told to divorce. Uh, Amir Khan was told to divorce her while she was three, nine months pregnant, but he refused. Um, she's also allegedly been hit by the sister of Amir Khan. Well, have you seen the front page um, of the Star today? No, I haven't. No. Apparently, they're getting their own TV show. Which which makes me the front page of the Star. Keeping up with the Khans, boxer Amir Khan and his family are tipped to star in their own Kardashian-style reality show after their explosive war of words has kept fans gripped. Which does make me wonder whether everything that's happened over the past couple of weeks. We've been pulled in by, yeah. Yeah, it, it is, has been a wonderful... Whether they're doing what I did on Tuesday, they're doing a wonderful little bit of pantomime, a lovely little bit of theatre, so that we yeah. all get hooked in, so that when that series starts on the E! Channel or Channel 5 or wherever it may be, we all go, oh, oh, this will be good. I'd like to see this, and we all tune into it. Oh, yeah, you're right, but being an Asian, being a Pakistani, I will tell you now, yeah. this is also normal. Oh, really? This happens in every other house, I believe. People could shoot me down, but I believe me, I've seen it way too many times. Uh, I've had a few issues like that in my own family, you know, where a guy came round to wipe the whole family out in Pakistan because he was in love with my auntie. When you say wipe them out, what do you mean? He had a gun and stuff? Right, okay, mate. Well, here we go. So he fancied my auntie, um, and my auntie was obviously married. He wasn't having it. So one night, around 3 a.m., he came round with silencers, uh, injections, etc., to wipe the whole family out. I kid you not, I promise. Um, He had a fight with the driver uh, for 15 minutes or so. He managed to knock the gun out of his hand, and... um, Cut long story short, um, he was beaten up and, and they found loads of guns and stuff in his bag and he was put away for 25 years. There's a lot of beating up in Pakistan. When I worked over there years and years ago for three months, there was, um, it was a, we were working on a film and we were in Karachi for two and a half months and then we went to Lahore for two weeks and then back to Karachi, something like that. And yeah. there was a fella, a Pakistani fella, who was in charge? He had all the all the um, uh, the flights, all the tickets. He had the money for the tickets. He had the money for the tickets for the flight, the internal flight to Lahore. And he was like, "Don't worry, I'll get you the best deal on the flights to Lahore." Right. Yeah. And then about a, a week before we were supposed to go to Lahore, um, he vanished. He disappeared. Right, with all this money for the flights. And everyone's going, right, right well, he's, 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 he's done a runner. The next time I saw him 
was the day before we flew out, suddenly our tickets had all reappeared. And he was, um, he had two black eyes, he was all back, he think he had his arm in a sling. They had knocked the crap out of him to get the money back, so they, and, and then some, so they could get the tickets. Incredible! Oh, they don't care. Even the police, when they carry those sticks around, they'll whoop anyone. Oh, I've seen them. I've seen them do it. They're, they're, what are they called? Latties. Latties? Latties, yeah. And it's like a, a hollow stick. So it's, it's a bit oh. of bamboo, bamboo, isn't it? Yeah, I, I've been whipped by one of those when I was five. I saw him do it. I saw him do it when um, the, we, 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 we were filming out in the streets and um, people would want to come and see a, a film being made and stuff. And the police would just beat the crap out of them if they got too close. Literally, just whipping them. And I was yeah. going to my dad. My dad's going. This is um, this is terrible. We have got to do something. He said, "Son, we ain't doing nothing. Get in the van. We're going." And um, we just is that did. what you were doing in Pakistan then? Filming? Yeah, is yeah, that yeah. You were there because I never. Knew. I was. I was working. This is before I was on Intelli, and I was working. I was doing the props on a film called Jinnah, about Jinnah, uh, starring yeah. Christopher Lee, and it's a terrible film, but. If you ever watch it, if you're ever unfortunate enough to watch it, there are scenes when Christopher Lee, there are two, there'll be two Jinners, right? There'll be Christopher Lee, like in the yeah. foreground, and then there'll be, because he's dead. And then there's like another Jinner in the background. I'm the other Jinner. No way. Yeah, way. Well, you won't be able to see it because you're blind, of course. So you have to just get but someone. I'll get, it, I'll, I'll get it audio described. I'm going to download that tomorrow. Well, you, you, I mean, it's terrible. <laughs> it's a stinker, but I'm, oh, I, wow. I don't say anything, but I'm in the background as the other Jinner. Oh, fascinating. Oh, and mate. we got death threats every single day we were in that country. Every single yeah. day. The front page of um, the um, Pakistan International News, whatever the paper was called, would um, we'd have death threats. Death threats mate, on the front page get... of the papers! <laughs> I get them living in Wandsworth, don't you worry about Well, there it. you go, you see, Hassan. And now we mentioned cutting you off, and now it has to happen. 03444991000. Russell and Alan, stay there. Come to you after this. Late night conversation worth losing sleep over. Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Evening, Alan. Hip, 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 there. Hip, 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 Alan. What you got for us? Well, I want to talk pantomimes. Oh, no, you don't. Oh, uh, yes, I do. There we go. I'm going to a pantomime Monday. Who are you going to see? I'm going to see Dick Whittington at the Birmingham Hippodrome. And what stars have they got in that? John Bowman. Oh, yeah. Phil Mitchell from EastEnders. Oh, yeah. Jodie Prenger. Uh-huh. And the Crankies. Oh, that's quite... I don't know who Jodie Prenger is. She won, she won a reality TV show to play Nancy and Oliver. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, well, that's that's a, a good line-up, isn't it? Yeah. The fun dabby as they say. Yes, I'm going to see one the week after Christmas. What with the boys? We, uh, no, just on my own for a laugh. And uh, it's got who's in it? Timmy Mallet. Yeah. Um, Jason Gardiner. Jason Gardiner from Dancing on Ice. Yeah, I like him. Yeah. Uh, it might have Anthea Turner in it. Oh, well, I've seen Anthea Turner for years. Yeah, 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 yeah. It might have her. And I think that's it. Well, which panto is it? Um, Jack and the Beanstalk, I think. Oh, that's a good classic panto. Yeah, well, they're all good classic. The thing is, I mean, their pantos are a little bit crap. Would you take the boys to a panto? No, no, I just want to go on my own for a laugh. No, you should take the boys to a panto. No, what, do you think they'd like it? Yeah, it's, yeah. What? 
all that shouting, all that sh- shouting and stuff. And when they're a bit older, they might understand this. Yeah, well, and you might understand it as well. Well, I've never been to a panto before in my life, so this will be the first time for me. Have you never been to a pantomime? Never. Flipping it. Are you go- who are you going with? On my own. Oh, we should have gone together. Yeah, because it's very expensive for a panto in Birmingham. It, it's very... How much did your tickets cost? 45 quid. Oh, flipping it. My, um, we've got... I've got, um, seats. I'm going with my kids, Alan. I was winding you up. Of course I'm I going knew with you were going Yeah, we boys. go. Um, and I always book the pantomime too late, so I always miss out on the rubbish seats, right? So I've got the cheap seats, and the, for the four of us in the cheap seats, it's about 120 quid. Yeah, that's in the chest so of the rubbish seats. I did make the mistake a couple of years ago of going to the pantomime too late in the run. Yeah. Because they do the panto into, like, the first week of the new year. Yeah. And I made the mistake of going to the panto. Like, it was, like, the, the, the second from last day. So it was, like, January the 5th or something. And the theatre was only a third full. There was no atmosphere. I felt responsible that I, so I was making loads of noise so that there would be a bit of atmosphere right. for the actors. And it, it's all jokes about Christmas. And by the time you get to January the fifth, you're sick of Christmas. It's not Christmas. It's you're looking forward now to to summer. It's the new year. Yeah, exactly. So um, well, I'm going on the opening day. Oh, that'll be good. Yeah, it'll be good. And um, with the kids breaking up from school today. There's bound to be loads of atmosphere there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they'll be, they'll be good. And the hippodrome's... The, the hippodrome... Hello? That's me. That's oh. just a, just a message on me mobile. Okie dokie. From a young lady? No, it's someone following me. Oh, is it a young lady following you? No, it looks like a man. Mark D. Sheeran. Well, they, they look... Mark D. Sheeran? Isn't that Ed Sheeran's brother? Oh, no! I think that's Ed. Mark D. Sheeran's is Ed D. Sheeran's brother. Well, he wrote Matt Terry single. Yeah, maybe. Got to number three in the chart today. Oh, good for him. I don't like Ed Sheeran's music, but I bet he's a nice bloke. But Christian needs will he be Christmas number one next week? Uh, I, I think he'll be Terry Wogan. Does Christmas number one count anymore? Well, it depends if it's not X Factor. Mm-hmm. I think it might be either Terry Wogan or James Corden. Oh, with that, the song from the advert? Yeah. Oh, flip it. How's the Joe Cox song doing? I don't know. It hasn't been released yet. It'll oh. be released today. Okay, okay. Yeah, but we'll find out the chart next Friday. Because I was reading about that, because that's um, Steve Harley, isn't it, has done that? Steve Harley yeah, from Cockney Rebel. Cockney Rebel, who did one of the most perfect pop songs of all time. Make me, sm- make me smile, come up and see me. Make me smile. No, Mr. Soft. Mr. Soft, please I come. Up and see me make me smile was the best one. Oh no, you're right. Actually, that was better than Mr. Soft. But there is, it's strange because I'm, st- I'm I'm fascinated by Steve Harley and Cockney Rebel because um, I'm not actually. Well, Cliff Richard's got a new single out. Oh God, is that what it's called? Oh God, no, it's called "It's Better to Dream," but Christmas version. Yeah, it's 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 better to dream than be investigated um, publicly by the BBC. Yours, Cliff Richard. I don't think you're going to get any money for that. Well, <clears throat> uh, who knows? Who knows? He, he, he's not done nothing, and um, I just, I just, I don't know, Alan. I've got, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling a bit tonight, Alan. 
We're padding for time. No, well, I mean, I've got Eben, I've got Angela, I've got Russell. They're all queued up, ready what to go. What about Yeah? What about Kathanide? Well, they're there. I just... We need to get them in the studio early. Yes. OK, I'm going to cut you off, Alan, because um, you weren't listening. Um... Yeah, I'm just feeling a little bit uh, flatting today. I've got the start of this cold. You see, I'm, I'm sweating, and I've got a bit of a headache. Long day tomorrow. Good day tomorrow, because we're going to go see the new Star Wars movie. Uh, I might take the boys to that. Um, we're going to go and see the new Star Wars movie. Um, and then, well, then they're going to Sweden very early Sunday morning, so I shall be probably spending all Sunday playing video games, maybe. I don't know. Might have to test out their um, new Lego Marvel game that I got them, that uh, Nanny Linda's got them. We'll see. 0344 is the phone number. Russell, then Angela, then Eben. We'll come to you after this. Uncut after-hours conversation for the up-all-night generation. Late night, Ian Lee. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Have we had any further communication with Mr. Adam Nimoy? As he sent a... Re- well, I replied to him. I got sorry. I get the feeling that Leonard Nimoy's son, Adam, is not particularly technologically versed. Because I sent him a tweet when I was just as I was getting towards the end of the film. And he replied with a blank... I, I sent him a tweet saying, I'm loving the film, Adam. Would you want to come on the show and talk about it? And he replied with a blank tweet. So I replied, I'm going to take that blank tweet as a maybe. <laughs> um, and then he sent me an email several hours later saying, yep, love to. When? Um, I, honestly, that film um, is it's just so joyful. And um, though he doesn't half look like his dad. Not got the same ears. But uh, honestly, there's a couple of shots where you see him sort of just sat there watching an interview taking place, and you go, flipping heck, he doesn't half look like his dad. Um, his dad got angry with him because he became a deadhead. You know deadheads who followed the Grateful Dead around and get stoned? <laughs> his dad got angry with him because of that. Oh, dearie me. Let's go to Russell. Hey, how are you? I've got a cold, Russell, so I'm feeling a little bit flat. Well, I'm feeling great. Oh, so, what's what's happened to you, Russell? I've been in a hotel since uh, Thursday. Why have you been in a hotel? Do you mean a hotel or a prison? <laughs> hotel. A hotel? Why have you uh, been in a hotel since Thursday? I I just want to get away from my from my town yeah. and be alone. Yeah, yeah. Meet new people. Yeah. Went out last night. I met over two hundred people who will remember me for the rest of their lives. Why did you drop your trousers in front of them? <laughs> Is that what you no. did? No. How do, how do you meet two hundred people in one night? Because it's a big city, and I have an effect on people. Yeah. I become a, a legend instantly. Wow. Well, so what did I, but did you just go up to rap with random people in the town then? No, it's in a nightclub. I just <laughs> go around flirting. Oh, God. I lost my number. Can I have yours? Hey, Russell. So how did that play out for you? Not good. Well, she ended up speaking about it for the whole night. Yes, so. yeah. We were talking through through the whole night, and that's so. Well, 
I met a girl. Yes. But she's known by police. I can, I can hear I can hear Kath laughing through the the four sheets of soundproof glass. She's known she by lo- police. Yeah, and she loves me. Why is she known by police? Um, that, is it I the, have no idea. Is it the good knowledge or the bad knowledge? Bad knowledge. Hey. So what, yeah. is she a murderer? Let's work backwards. So Is she I'm a murderer? Not... No. Drug dealer? Probably. Oh! Stop the clock! stay away from the one woman that loves me. Well, is she a sex criminal? No. Okay. Well, never mind. So, but she she sells drugs, does she? So you met? Yeah. Is she, was she sexy? No. Okay. No. It doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. It's what's it's it's what's in the mind and what's also exactly. in that rap as well. So you met well, an ugly female drug a duckling drug dealer. Yeah. This is the most brilliant. Oh man, I'd love to see you two run away and get married. Babies. Well, um, but she has seven kids already. How many? Seven. Gosh, so she knows what to do then. Yeah, she knows. I don't, so I ran away. Oh, oh, why? My brother is a policeman, right. and he knows her, so he told me to stay away from her. The one woman that actually loves Loves me. you, yeah. And um, and and your brother, why did you listen to your brother's advice? Because I love my brother, and I know he gave me the best advice. So did you take your brother out with you? No, I told him about her. Right. So and yeah, he told me she's known to police. Yes, for drugs. And yeah, wowzers. So it, it really... he said, stay away from her and. What can I do? But but here's the thing, so, right? Here's the thing. Quite often, when we fall in love with people, um, with with ugly drug dealers, um, people around us tell us to stay away, and they say, oh, "We've got your best interest at heart. You should stay away." But Russell, you can't tell the heart to stay away. Mm. You cannot control the it. heart with the brain. No, I've known her for two days. And she wants me to go to a hotel yeah. with her. Yeah. I don't want to. Where do you want to go? Two days. Alley? Where do you want to go with no. her? No, it's for two days. I want to go see a movie. Oh. Eat something with oh. her. Well, she, maybe go she wants to eat something with you. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Huh? Yeah. Um, you I old never, romantic, I, Russell. I am. You are an old I've never seen Star Wars. Sir? Ever. You said you were going to see Star Wars. We're going to go see the new Star Wars tomorrow, yes. I've never been to see a single Star Wars. Why don't you invite her to see Star Wars with you? And then do the popcorn trick? Because I don't believe in all this. um, Yeah. It's not. Alien. It's not a true story, Russell. It's a. It's a. It's a made-up film. I don't believe yeah. in Darth Vader. Yeah, but um, that w- wouldn't interest me. Okay. I'm more of a Adam Sandler type oh. of guy. Yeah. I'm a ninny hammer. Mm. 
You could do, why don't you invite her to see the new Adam Sandler film? Okay. And um, do the popcorn trick on her. <laughs> but what if she has a... What if she what? What if she has a... <laughs> well, you know how to do the popcorn trick, yeah? No, oh. no. No, I've never been in that situation the po- or the around po- a girl to do that. Right, so you get a big... I've heard about this. Put you, a hole in this and, you, yeah. You put a hole in it. And, yeah, and, and so you've got, to, you've got to put a hole in it and very carefully, you know... No, yeah. no, and I then wouldn't. She goes, I wouldn't. She reaches for the popcorn. And I end up being burned by the salt that's in the popcorn. Yeah, that's true, actually, yeah. Um, yeah, it would be extra salty, wouldn't it? Um, yeah. Uh, in that case, don't do that. No. Don't do that. I'm heading out tonight to a nightclub yep. again. Again. Um, because I won money today. <laughs> wow. God, God gave me what I gave to someone else. I gave a homeless person some hot chocolate today. I went to the bookies, I did the best, and then won 40 euro. Oh, well, good for you. Well, really, good for you. So that's God giving me forgiving someone else. But, so you're, but hang on, you only gave him a bar of chocolate? No, I gave him a hot chocolate. Oh, he was hot chocolate. Oh. I'm allergic to hot chocolate. Oh, no way. <laughs> yeah, I'm allergic to it. Yeah, it's terrible. Um, well, so you're going to go to a nightclub tonight. Don't get arrested or beaten up, will you, Russell? I would. I swear down. And a happy Christmas to you. Merry, Merry Christmas. And Merry your Christmas. backup staff and everyone there. Don't, don't wish my backup staff... A Merry Christmas, because right. I'm I'm not in the best of mood with those guys. <laughs> okay, they're annoying me um, a little bit. And all the guys at Periscope, Happy Christmas, <laughs> Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, I'm... and a Happy New Year, Merry Christmas. It's a real bugbear of mine. It's Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Okay, excellent. Um, backup staff, you ready? We're going to go to a break now. <laughs> The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Periscope is on for the first time, I think, this week. Periscope.com forward slash. No, is that it? Periscope.com forward slash Ian Lee. Is that how, is that how it works? Dot TV? That's it. Periscope.tv. As I was saying, I thought that's, there's something not quite right there. But the, Angela. Evening, Ian. How are you today? I've got a cold starting. Uh, same here. <laughs> I've got a chest infection. Oh, um, <laughs> is it? Are you? Do you work, Angela? No, I'm disabled now. Oh well, disabled people can still work. Um, they can collect trolleys in supermarkets. Physically, I can't at the minute. Okay. I... <laughs> But I used to work nights for about, I say, about nine years. I did nine years. Um, I cat's angry with me. Catherine, it was a joke. I'm talking to someone who's disabled. Disabled. My mum worked when she was disabled for a long time. 
Um, no, the, the thing is, you make a joke. You can't say anything you these days. You, you got, you got, no, I, I take it. I just, it just rides over. G- well, yeah. I'm, oh, well, I'm, I, I can take me. it. Yeah, OK, well, again, uh, maybe we'll put you in touch with um, with our last caller. Now, <laughs> it was a joke. If anyone was offended, I, I'm sorry, of course. Um, I, mm. I think I've got this cold because I'm in, I've got one more week and then I'm off. I've got a holiday, I've got a week off. And Ooh. my body, when I know that... Um, I've got time off. My body kind of relaxes a little bit, and I normally I get ill. Normally, just before every time I have a little holiday, I get ill. Hmm. So um, thanks a lot, God. Uh, God. <coughs> oh dear. Anyway, you know your last few night shows. I, I, I thought they were very good, by the way. Oh, thank you very much. And um, do, do I say that why did it ring in? He gave some specific instructions. Yeah. Mm. Now you said. About listening, you you said something, and you flipped because because I understand why you flipped because this world is not listening enough. Okay. But well, you agree? I'm a, I'm a little bit confused as to what, what you're. My what you, you, you talking about? One of these shows because you said you said, you said um, listen, guys, you had some specific instructions. I can't remember what it was now, and then you just. Uh, someone said it to you, and you, you flipped a little bit, and I, and I thought, well, I can understand why you did that, that because was, no one li- listened. Well, no one. D- well, this is the thing, Angela. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad you're listening and paying attention because no one else is. I, I paid attention, all right, because. Um, what were my specific me, instructions? Um, you said something about long lines. Um, I can't remember what it was, but um, two nights ago, because uh, my partner came in and he listened to you, because he said, are you going up to make sure he's all right? I said, he can handle it. Okay. Yeah, but he, I want, he would be very worried about you, but I can understand why you did. Uh, what you it wasn't, did. The, ang- it wasn't the, the, the mean show I did on Tuesday, was it? Yeah. Oh! I know, I was, uh, I know, I was writing everything down in the note, but I was at oh, this, this point, that point. Dis- dis- I, get I, whatever I, you wrote down from Tuesday's show, chuck it in the bin. I, yeah, that's my that's my question. that's my Pacific instruction tonight. Yeah, chuck it in the bin because um, pretty bin. much everything I said on Tuesday mm. uh, goes against everything I I believe and feel. Mm. There was apart from the, when the bloke phoned up to tell me how to do my job. That, that bit mm. I meant when I had to go at him. I meant that. Yeah, but you, you, you did you did say Pacific instructions. Um. Because mm. um, it's like being at college, isn't it, or at school, and they give you specific instructions. Specific and if you don't do them, they gotta sort kind of tell you off, isn't they? They do that. Is that brilliant? Did you ever get that? Um, there's a, there was a test, right, where you had to follow the mm. specific instructions, right? And at the start of the test, the teacher would say, "Read every read before you answer any questions. Mm. Read every question. There's twenty questions, right? Mm. It's on both sides of the paper. Before you answer any questions." Mm-hmm. read the entire thing. And, of course, all the cocky kids would go, yeah, yeah, whatever. And they'd steam in. Question one, blah, 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 they'd answer it. Question two, blah, 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 they'd answer it. Question three, what's a tra- tough one? And, like, an hour later, they'd be like, they get to the last question. You know what the last question was? Question 20? Mm, go back to question one. No, 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 no. Ignore all of the previous questions. Do not answer any of the questions on this sheet of paper. So you get all the, the kids that are like headstrong would like an hour later they get to that and go, no. And all the kids that were bumlicks and follow the Pacific instructions, they'd be finished in 30 seconds because they'd read and go, all right, yeah, finished. Boom. Mm-hmm. Boom. I think that happened to me. Or maybe I just dreamt it or saw it in a film. 
Yeah, it probably has happened in, in schools or colleges. I've, yeah. I've had that before. If I was a teacher, I, I would mm. mess. I would mess with the kids' heads. With the kids' heads, I would mess <laughs> with the kids' heads. That sentence definitely finishes uh, on heads. And I mean, when I say mess with their heads, I mean, um, I, no, yeah, I'd, I'd f them up. I'd f them up in mm. the mind totally. Mm. Hey, that reminds me. Oh God, I'm doing some teaching next year, Angela. <laughs> I am. I'm gonna what f them. I'm gonna f them up in their head. Really? It, what are you gonna teach? Um, uh, medicine. <laughs> no, no I'm doing. <laughs> I'm at the University of. Mm. Where was that one we went to? And we met Gloucester. The University of Gloucester, Angela. Get this. Get mm. this, trolls. Get this, idiots having a go at me on the internet. The University of Gloucester. They do a yeah. radio. A degree in like r- media studies and radio. It's a Mickey Mouse degree. I oh, cool. am teaching. I them... Them... Go, go go on. Sorry, come on, love. Okay, I am teaching a module on speech radio. I say a module. I've got two sessions: one in January and one in March. Um, but I'm te- I, I get to set them like work. I get to set them work. And do you know what work I'm going to get them to do? What? Come in here and make me a cup of tea. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do each night. I'm going to have a different student in. Um, Mm -hmm. and the thing is, and here's the thing, right? I strongly, as a university, I strongly disagree with, um, members of staff. One of the things that really annoys me, Angela, is when members of staff, um, do you remember that teacher that ran off with that girl? That was messed up, wasn't it? It was messed Mm. up. That stuff really makes me puke. I just think it's awful, awful abuse of power. But... These are university age, and I'm only teaching two modules, two days. So, if they fall in love with me, and they want to increase their grade, mm. then I don't see. It, I don't. Te- I don't actually have a problem with that, Angela. You don't. No, I can't see you doing it anyway. <laughs> no, I won't. I won't do that. But I'm very excited. I get to go and um, go and go and. Uh, <laughs> Get to go and teach and give a lecture. I'm going to give a lecture. Their homework will be to listen to um, good radio, like me, and rubbish radio, like, and um, compare and contrast. That's what I'm going to get them to do, Angela. Um, I did a media link um, course on um, the radio once, and I, and I read the record about weather out too on the wireless oh did you do the weather do the mm. weather now go on um tonight it's cloudy and it's froggy outside and it's choking me with my asthma it's, did you say it's froggy outside <laughs> yeah i'm in coventry and it's really foggy froggy yeah you saying froggy foggy oh Fog. foggy foggy i think Fog. you said froggy yeah, I've got a fucking throat. <laughs> um, yeah, well, you got the chest infection, Angela. How are you? How are you treating yourself? Putting putting Vicks on? You you got a bit of Vicks? Uh, I've got the doctor gave me these tablets, yep. antibiotic, and I've got a really bad ear infection on my right ear. Uh oh! Oh oh! Full full of eczema as well, but he said he might send me to a specialist for my ear. Oh God! Mm. Well, I wish yeah. you the best of luck with your eczema uh, ear. Yeah. Um, hot, hot honey and lemon is what I'm drinking. I've got some ginger as well. I'll have some gi- hot ginger tomorrow. Um, uh, I'm going to go. For, I don't know if I'm going to get to go for a steam tomorrow, but I'm definitely going to go for a steam on Sunday because steams are good to help bring all that stuff out. 
Yeah, I make a nice cup of tea, by the way, if I if I was doing your course on at college or yes. uni. Well, there you go. I won't. I, mm. I, I, won't, I will, Let me just let me just clarify. For the sake of any legal minds <laughs> listening, I will not be getting them to make me cups of tea, and I will not be encouraging them to fall in love with me. Nah, I can't uh, but no, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to you it. I get to go. And, I go. And, I get to go and talk to them and and set them tasks. And I'm I am I am debating whether I do do. Thank Angela. Listen, I'm gonna let you go. Thank you very much. I am debating whether I do um, like strict task, like you've got to make me thirty minutes of radio, or whether I do like a hippie task and say, okay, between now and the next time I see you uh, in eight weeks' time. Um, I want you to live radio. Peace out. I'm, I'm, I might do something like that, and also it means it's easier for me because I haven't got to, uh, I haven't got to do any marking or anything. I can mark them. <gasps> You're not allowed to give them crap marks now because they're customers, aren't they? That's it. They're paying nine thousand quid a pop. <laughs> nine thousand quid a pop to talk to me. Hey, that's a thought. Eben. <laughs> Hello, Ian. Ooh, Eben, whenever we come to you, there's always a, a little a little something going on. And I, I get the idea you're either doing up your trousers or you're pushing someone back into a wooden box and sitting on the lid so they can't be heard. Am I am well, I even actually, am I even close with those things? No, Ben, yeah. Okay. Okay. That's fine. I was actually watching a tutorial on how to do a do do delivery. Oh, yeah, of course. When do you start your... How to do a, do, do a delivery? When do you start your delivery um, experience? I've done my taste assessment today. How much, how much did that cost you? Three. Aye, that's something. Okay. And then I'm starting Tuesday or something, and I've asked if I could do the later nights, because then I can have the day free. Oh, oh brilliant. Uh, well, well, are you excited? Yeah, very excited, and... I've been nervous about finding the location and the rough areas in Swansea. Yeah, yeah, you might. What? What is? Are you? Are you allowed to carry a pair of nunchuckers with you, or any any weaponry? Any weaponry at all? I'm tempted to like my Swiss Army knife and. Yeah. 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 Stab them. Yeah. Let's hope it it doesn't come to that, uh, Evan. I really, really hope it doesn't come. To the point where you have to stab someone when you're doing your delivery job. I'm sure it won't. I'm sure it won't. But I wish you the very best. Hey, we met, for those who don't know, we met Eben. And we met his dad, who's called Nick Owen, um, on Sunday. And we we really worked on your dad, Eben. We really worked on him. Because for those who remember, Eben is worried that he won't be able to afford his car insurance. And he said, can you help please, Ian and Kath? Please, you're my last hope. Can you butter my dad up so that he pays half of uh, the insurance? And I think we did a good job. Has any conversation happened since that evening, Eben? He's been rather quiet about any of your own cars. And... Mate, you're in there. Because when we asked him, would he pay half of it? He said, oh, I was expecting to pay more. Yeah. Mate, you're, he's totally going to pay all of the insurance. He's been talking more about bicycles recently. Ah. Well, and he's been like buying me little treats for the bike, like a little in- indication of getting me 
into cycling more than driving. Yeah, he's... Mate, listen, he's a dad, right? I'm a dad. And if my boys wanted to, a car, I would try and get them to, to buy bikes and yeah. do bikes and all of that rubbish. But deep down, I would move heaven and earth so that they had a crappy car. Like, really rubbish. Your, your first car should be rubbish. Um, yeah. But I would make I would pay their insurance. Eben, he's totally going to pay... If he doesn't... Right. If on Christmas morning you come down and there's just a nice bike... Um, <laughs> Get, get, get him, get, just say, just um, message me on Twitter, his phone number, and I'll give him a call, because I'm not having that, man. I've kind of already had my Christmas present. Oh, what was that? The full Photoshop suite, like Adobe Premiere Pro, Photoshop, oh. InDesign. Oh, well, that's all very nice, isn't it? That's a bit swank. Mm. A little bit, a little bit Hillary. But Photoshop don't do the buying outright anymore. They do... Pay monthly. Oh, you've got to lease it? Yeah, lease Yeah, that's it. not a con, is it? That's what. If I buy a computer programme, I want to have the computer programme forever. Mm. Outrageous. Um, go on. Yeah, I, I sense there's I something on your mind. Actually, phoned up to see if you could, let's say, do an interview maybe one day with Dweezil Zappa, because he's actually started up a pledge on pledge <sighs> music. Mate, I've, Dweezil Zappa, Frank Zappa's son... I'm t- I've been trying to get him for the last couple of weeks or so, and um, I've tweeted him and he's ignored it, and I've tweeted him and he's ignored it. So I'm, I, he's he's on the list, Eben. He's definitely on the list because he's fallen out with Moon Unit and the others. Yeah, and he's actually doing a pledge now to do a law case against his right. siblings. Right. Okay. Right, Eben. In that case, I'm going to um, we'll, we'll get him on. Yes, we will get Dweezil Zapper on. That's happening. We're coming down on Dweezil's side in the uh, Zappa family argument, are we? We've made that point. Okay, that's good. Well, dear listener, one hour down. Two more to go. Uh, we have no calls lined up, so now would be an excellent time for you to pick up the phone and give us a call. Well, it's having a kind of nice, laid-back um, Friday show. No stress. Nothing too heavy. It's been a heavy old week. Talk about whatever you want to talk about. You know the drill. Um, give us a call now, and Kath will phone you back. Oh three. Four 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 nine nine one thousand oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand anything goes late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio late nights Ian Lee on Talk Radio we have ways of making you talk. Living on free food tickets. Water in the milk from the hole in the roof Where the rain came through What can you do? Tears for the little sister Crying cause she doesn't have a dress without a patch For the body to go Oh, but she'll know She'll get by because she's living in the love of the common people Smiles in the heart of the family man her Daddy's gonna buy her a dream to cling to And her mama's gonna love her just as much as she can She can It's a good thing you don't have bus fare You'd fall through the hole in your pocket And you'd lose it in the snow on the ground Walking to town, honey child You try to keep your hands warm But the hole in 
your shoe lets the snow come through and it chills you to the bone. Oh, you better go home where it's warm and you will live in the love of the common people. Smiles in the heart of the family man. Your daddy's gonna buy you a dream to cling to and your mama's gonna love you just as much as she can. Living on dreams ain't easy But the closer the knit, the tighter the fit And the chills stay away Oh, you take them in stride, family pride You know that faith is your foundation With a whole lot of love and a warm conversation And of course there's prayer Making you strong where you belong And you will live in the love Common people Smiles in the heart of the family man Your daddy's gonna buy you A dream to cling to And your mama's gonna love you Just as much as she can She can Oh yeah, you're living in the love Of the common people Smiles in the heart of the family man Your daddy's Catherine, come and join me Come and join me Because my voice is... Um, is going. There's a brilliant bit in there. Listen, to, listen to this. The, the bit where he goes. Hah! Oh God! Sorry, did I make you jump? A bit, yeah. A bit, put your headphones on because there's a cracking bit in this, right? Where it's a little bit flat. Leonard Moy's records. I've got oh. a lot. He did about five albums, right? But listen to this bit where he's, he's coming to the end, and you know, at the end of a good pop song, like the. Listen to. Um, hang on a minute. We're gonna we're gonna do this. We're gonna. I don't know if I got the iPod with me. We're going to do this, Kath. We're going to deconstruct the lyrics and the music of Lennon Nimoy. Right. You get the end of a um, a good pop song. What happens? What happens at the end? Fade, normally. No, no yeah, but okay. Or a cha-cha-cha. But what does, um, what does the singer do? Oh, they um, ad-lib. They scat. They ad-lib. Listen, this is the end of I'm a Believer, right? Listen to, listen to Dolenz. He's going for it. Go, Dolan. He, he's freestyling, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Lennon and Moy is getting to the end of the common people, and he he wants to freestyle, but he hasn't got it. He hasn't got the vocal chops. So he does, he does, he does something very powerful. He knows it's coming up. She can. He did about five albums, and um, there are lots of women that find Lennon and Moy very, very sexy. Yeah, not me. Who's, who's autobiography? Guys, I need your help on this. I was reading a woman's autobiography. I know exactly who it is. And I um, can't remember her name. She's a woman who wrote this brilliant book. Quite a good book. I, I thought about getting her on the show, but the book wasn't actually, I don't think, held up that well. Okay, so don't name her. Why? Well, no, she's not coming on the show, because I don't think right, she should. It's, it's a book, a book, Keith Moon Stole My Lipstick. And it's about this young lady who worked for, like, a fan magazine in the 60s. And she got to hang out with all the rock stars and Keith Moose on her lipstick. And it's, it's quite interesting. 60s and 70s. It's quite interesting. Um, 
And um, she got sent on a photo shoot with Lennon and Moy and fell in love with him. Oh, really? And they had an affair. <gasps> yeah, they had an affair. Um, and a lot of women find Nimoy hot. Maybe he was better in the flesh, because sometimes it doesn't come over, does it, on uh, screen? Yeah, maybe. Like, Mick Hucknall must be gorgeous in the flesh, because he was very successful in the 90s, and I just no. don't know why. I, I, I know why. He's got a massive dick. Yeah, but, right, people say that. Can we deconstruct that? You can deconstruct it. <laughs> people say that. But you have to get past the face word to, be able to a, see the um... word gets around. Word gets around. We know well, maybe, what you ladies are like. Well, no, maybe I'm just not as shallow as other people. But I would not bypass a face for a todger. Okay, just well, as a rule. It's just a little rule I've got. Well, you, you, you've never lived. I would. <laughs> um, and there's a brilliant story in this Lennon and Moy film for the love of Spock. It's such a good film. Where um, he's he ended up in some like teen magazines, right? Like, like there's, there's one that's actually got a picture of hitting the monkeys and the Paul Revere and the Raiders and Herman's Hermits and, and Lennon Nimoy. And they made a mistake in printing of the article. Instead of printing the fan club address or the Paramount Studios, they printed his address wow. in there. And it's, his son talks about how they would get truckloads, literally truckloads of mail would rock up and their family time would be the family sitting around, sifting through this mail, passing him a picture to sign and then, <laughs> then they'd put it back in a dressed envelope. Wow. Do you remember back in the... Here's something. SAE. Yeah. Stantress envelope. But do you remember in the 70s there was a... And it got phased out in the mid-80s, the SSAE. Stamped, self-addressed. Self-stamped, addressed envelope for all you posh people out there. The SSAE. Do you remember that? Not really. Pick a song, pick a number between one and I'm going to say 20. All right. Uh, 15. 15. 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. We've had that one. That's Bilbo Baggins. Oh, man. 12. I'm going back 14, 13... 12. Oh, classic. Swampy. I left a good job in, in the city. city in Star Trek. Working for the man every night and day. And I never lost. One minute of sleeping Worrying about the way things might have been Big wheel Let's jump to the end, see, let's hear him oh, scatting well. Rolling 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 on the river Rolling 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 on the river I sang that song once with a band and I don't know half the lyrics Rolling, it's really done, isn't it? Rolling. I didn't want to help you, Rolling. Is it pumped a lot of tanks in New Orleans? What is it? Left a good job in the city. I've got to do it fast. Walking for the man it's... every night and day. But I never lost one minute of sleeping. Wondering about the way things might have been. I said, I've been well, keep on turning. Proud memory keeps on burning. Rolling, 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 rolling on the river. 
Left a good job. No, no, no. Back in the first bus. I'm going to go around again. Another man and a new only. I've got to go again. But I never lost one minute of sleeping. Wondering of the way they said I've been real. Keeps on turning. Proud Mary keeps on rolling. 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 Rolling on the river. Pumped a lot of gas out of Memphis. No, no, it's not that. What is it? It's, it's... Is it clean a lot of plates in Memphis? Pumped a lot of tanks down in New Orleans. Hang on a second. Let's let's let, hang on a minute. Uh, but I never saw the good side of the city until I hitched a ride on the riverboat queen. There we go. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Here we go. Right, here we go. This is the best version of it. Okay. Hey, by the tempo right it's now. Maybe Tina Turner. Spot on tempo. Here we go. Left a good job in the city. The words. Oh, it's Elvis. He didn't know half the words. Please just listen to him. Get to I'm him. in the city, working on a man every night and day, and I never lost one minute of sleep. When I'm on the way, things might happen. He's literally just making up as he goes along. Of course he is. He's making that up. All right, here we go. Oh yeah. This every is... now and then, we like to do something nice Why and did easy. Why do so you it, it peps up. Every now and then. All right. I did this version. I think you might like to hear something. Crowd went wild. Nice. nice and easy. Easy. Left There's just one thing. Job down in the city. You see, we never, what is this? ever do nothing. I can Tina. Oh no, it's good. No, it's rubbish. Get, no, get past this bit and it kicks in. I just want to know what the words are. You're rolling. Boring. Keep going. Oh, yeah. No, I'm sorry. Oh man, you're missing a trick. The, um... Um. All right, we'll go for we'll go for the original. <sighs> all right, here we go. Are we ever going to work out this? Lyric? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the original. In Memphis. And then in Memphis. And then it's this bit. Pumped a lot of men. What? Down in New Orleans. Is that it? No. Pumped a lot of men. Down in New Orleans. But I never saw the good side of the city. Till I hit the ride on a riverboat queen. Pumped a lot of men. Pumped a lot wow. of men. Who knew? I guessed right. 0344, Lee will come to you in a minute. 0344 499 1000 is the uh, telephone number you're listening to. Ian and Cass Music Club. <laughs> coming, up, uh, coming up next, we'll be deconstructing Ticket to Ride, but the Carpenter's version. <laughs> Late night, Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Funny comments. There's a new comment from um, someone on my uh, ianlee.com about the uh, the mean show. Mm. 
I saw the tweets and figured out what you were doing. I get the point you were making, but the thing is, your intended audience either wouldn't see it or wouldn't get it. Whoa, dude. Gosh. There is enough of the mean stuff out there. I know it's there. I know their views and I know I don't like them, so I choose to avoid it when I can. I temporarily unfollowed you on Twitter. I'm usually a podcast listener, but I'll delete this one. I don't think that makes me entitled. I wasn't talking about you when I said entitled at all. There was talking about some specific the, examples of people who phoned up to complain. The assumption that we are talking about you kind of... Well, uh... yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Everyone who assumes that I'm talking about them in the entitled thing, well, I probably am, actually. <laughs> By the way, thank you for writing this. I'm, not, I'm, just, I'm just writing, picking on this because it's just popped up. It just means I'm exercising choice. The dozen or so tweets I read before I'm following just made me a little more sad about the depressing direction society is heading in. I look for places that don't feed your hate. I hope your show continues to be one of those places. Please don't do it again. Well, I'm tempted to do it again. (laughs) Here's the thing, guys. Here's the thing. Don't tell me how to do my job. Don't tell me how to do my job. And and, and I'm really... if, If you like every show I do, I'm doing something wrong, guys. I'm doing something wrong. So yes, you are you are expressing an air of entitlement. Can, can I just also make a little comment? Yeah, he's already got a producer. Tracy, it's Tracy. Yeah, uh, Tracy, you are displaying a sense of entitlement that every night the show should be going. Oh bums! Um, oh fannies! Oh god, the monkeys! Oh flipping at the Beach Boys! Oh, I want to kill myself! Oh god! Oh, I'm so depressed! Ah, oh, um, cheese, Edam, uh, butter. Marge, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna kill myself. Oh, we got one of the Beach Boys. That's not what it's gonna be every night. Some nights it's gonna be stuff that you, you guys don't like, you know. And isn't that weird? Isn't that weird that I'm deliberately doing stuff that some of you guys uh, won't like? By the way, that was a perfect twenty-second encapsulation of what the show is normally like, and what the show is like for most of the time. It's like tonight's show, because I'm not feeling great, is a functional show. It's it's all right. I would say this is probably one of the worst shows I've done in the last two months, right? And to you lot, it probably sounds okay. It probably sounds it sounds all right, but to me, it's it's awful and it's like w- crawling through mud. You know, it, it, it feels like a terrible show. But you'll be finding it all right. So uh, if you're finding it all right and I'm finding it terrible, should I be doing this every night? Well, well, no. I'm going to challenge myself and I'm going to push myself and we'll do more themed shows. And you know what? Sometimes they won't work. And sometimes we'll get halfway through it and me and Kath will look at each other and go, you know what? It's not working. Should we bail out or should we carry on? And then we'll make a judgment call. The you thing know. is, there are plenty of shows out there that are... This um, isn't aimed at you, by the way, Tracy, no. that sent me that message. This is, this is just my, my thinking aloud on it. There so are don't pl- take this personally. There are plenty of shows out there that are aimed at um, doing the same thing all the time. And that's cool. Yeah. I've always hated... Um, Okay, well, it's um, 16 minutes past nine. That means it's time for your horoscope. Or, Mm. another one is, you may think this, you may think that. Give me a call. Yeah. So um, we're going to do, and again, this isn't aimed at you, Tracy. It's just it's popped up. This is this is aimed at all everybody. Everybody who listens to this show, get a life, (laughs) get a life. Stop listening to this rubbish. You're not going to like everything I do. And that's great. And, and that's great. Gonna, and we are going to try stuff. And if you, you switch off during the show, I hope you'll come back the next night. Um, and if you don't, okay, well, that, that, then I'll have to take that, I'll have to take that hit. Um, I hope you'll stick around and, and try and get through the um, experiments with me. But if you don't, that's, you know, it's all groovy, man. It's all groovy. Speaking of groovy, it's Lee. Good evening, boss. Evening, Lee. How are you? Not very good. 
right. I never asked. Let's forget I asked. Let's forget you asked. <laughs> what you got? I felt like I was invading a private music party with you and Kath there. Ah, no one's... Listen, it's Friday. Everyone's out at Christmas parties. We've only had, what, 15 calls in the first hour. That's more than some places. Um, (laughs) And the phones have gone a bit... I knew they'd go... Thing is, next week for phone calls, it's going to be a tough gig. It's going to be a tough old gig because people will be away or at Christmas parties or there'll be... It's going to be a tough old gig There'll be a lot of people passed out. Yeah, so... um, I'll be be here, so I'll give you a call. I'm expecting everything to slow down over the next week. Oh, never mind. Anyway, you were talking about stamped address envelopes. Yes. It it made me... Do you remember the good old days of having to cut a little coupon out of your... Your comic or your magazine. Yes. If you're buying something for like two pound fifty, you'd go down the post office. You'd you get a postal order. Yep. Those old things. You put stamps on it to make it to the right amount. You'd send it off, and then you'd wait about a month or even longer before your three pounds item turned up. It was terrible. I yeah. don't think How I ever sent a postal order because it was they were you had to. They cost you more money. So if it's like three quid, you had to spend like £3.20 or something. Yeah. You had to pay yeah. like a little surcharge or something. So no, I don't think I ever did a, 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 a okay. postal order. I did for the Dennis and Menace fan club. That's oh, the only I time. the uh, Dandy fan club I was. Well, I was in both, so deal with wow, it. Wow, double agent. I'm just oh. remembering as well, just remembering as well, the only time I ever entered a competition that required me to write an answer on the back of a postcard and send it in was um uh saturday superstore i think it was oh yes um funny you should mention that but but, yeah i was would have been 12 maybe 13 13 actually because i was out delivering free newspapers i remember praying to god that i would win i'm actually doing a proper prayer that i was win, and it was to win a load of star trek stuff it was to win um like the pilot episode and loads of loads of videos and stuff like that and i didn't win so that proves there's no god oh no never mind I remember buying, um, I think what I sent off for for my dandy catalogue was those glasses that made your hands go x-ray. X-ray yeah. glasses. X-ray glasses, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Do yeah, you yeah. remember those? They were cool. Yeah. We're, uh, we're in da- you... Lee, we're in danger of doing old sweets. No, no, it's all right. I was just changing the subject. Good. Um, you mentioned Saturday Swap Shop or whatever. Do you see that Noel Edmonds is bringing back the Swap Shop for Christmas or something on, I think it's Channel 4? Well, he won't be. We be doing one of his Noel's Christmas presents things that he does every flipping year, won't he? just flicking through the the 14 day bumper edition you know radio times we have that on our coffee table and i i looked i was there i walked past it and i went i'm never going to open that because i don't care what what's on christmas tv these days it was always like the big move which big movies we've been well yeah we've seen them because they're all they'll pop up on um online it's frozen as well isn't it everyone's seen that oh everyone's seen frozen the boys are bored of frozen but i mean what was that on bbc one or something well, that BBC One, shame on you, um, sack everybody, <laughs> um, Tony Hall, hang your head in shame, um, and close your doors down. I liked Frozen when it came out, but having sat through it a million times and yeah. heard the songs over and over yeah. and over and over and over and over and over, I don't need to hear it again. Yeah. Oh, never mind. Let it go. Let it go, let it go, Lee. Have you not seen it? It's worth... Now, here it's we beautiful. go. beautiful. It's a beautiful film. Now, there's a gentleman called Scouse Frank who emails... Yeah, and boy does he email. I guess his real name is Rob Morrow, because that's the name in the email address. How's uh, a cunning disguise? If you want to email, you can. You have to talk radio at UK. And it's very, very um, rude stuff. Yeah. Carol Vorderman... Oh, it tends to be about her as well. Even though she doesn't work here. Is a... Uh, 
I don't really want to say the word cock. Oh, don't say it then. Okay, Kara Vorderman is a bleep-hungry cow. Wow! Wow! She needs... Then I can't read the next two words due to her age. What? Like She needs... Replace the words. Um, I can't, I can't even hint it because it's so vulgar. Um, she needs what? First word's deep. Flipping Nora! Due to her age. She needs to relax the money game and go for deep. Wow. Can't read that bit. And then the last line is, have you ever masturbated your cough? What? My what? Oh. <laughs> My what? I got one. Um, Rob, what the hell are you thinking of sending me this stuff? Time after, every night you send this stuff, man. What the hell is wrong with you, you you sexual deviant? You absolute pervert. We can work out where you live as well, I think. If we get the IP address, which we can from this, we can work out where you live. Yeah, we'll send a letter to your mum. Yeah. So stop it for crying out loud. Um, we may well have had our last phone call. This right. evening, which is fine, which I'm fine with, um, because I, I, I don't think anybody's actually um, listening this evening. If you want to call in, you're more than welcome to. Oh three, I tell you what we're going to do. We're going to turn Periscope off. That's what we're going to do. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Talk radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh three four four. 499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. And if you don't want to give us a call, you don't have to give us a call, of course. Um, you know, we'll just sit here and we'll um, we'll just chat for... The, well, for the next 30 minutes. Then, then after midnight, we're going to try possibly the last regular um, straight to air. Possibly. But we'll we'll, we'll we'll see how it goes. I kind of... Straight to air. Okay? The way a radio... Let's go back a bit. The way a phone-in radio show works is... Um, I sit here and talk. You phone up. You'll speak to a producer or a tech op, and they will take your name and your number. Generally, not on this show, but generally they'll ask you what you want, and then they'll call you back if they feel it's appropriate, or they may not call you back. And... Um, what straight to air it means is I have a switchboard in front of me and you don't speak to a producer, you don't speak to a tech op. I just see a line flashing and I touch the screen and, and you, suddenly you're on the radio. And um, Tommy Boyd did it in the 90s with the Human Zoo. I did it uh, um, 13 years ago with a thing called Triple M. Clive Bull used to do it with a thing called Bob's Tea Break. And, when you know, 15, 12, 15, 20 years ago... It was, I think, quite a dangerous thing to do. It's not that dangerous because you've got a dump button and you, you, you recognise the numbers as they come up on the screen. So it's not that dangerous. But it was kind of quite an exciting thing to do. And um, people would, would, would phone up and see if they could catch you out by swearing or saying something rude. Or Quite often a lot of people would just phone up just to see if it worked. And when they realised it worked and they were on the air, they had absolutely nothing to say and they would put the phone down. Um, but I kind of think now... Uh, in what year are we? Twenty twelve, something like that. That um, it, there are so many ways. We have so many outlets for um, 
communication, for um, expressing ourselves, for performance, for sharing stuff, whether it's, you know, songs we've done or videos we've made or, you know, um, vines, although that, that, that's that's going. There are all these different outlets that actually phoning up a late night radio show unscreened there's no there's no even saying it now it sounds really old-fashioned doesn't it there's no um there's no thrill about it plus the rest of the show yeah there are no rules for it it's not like you're suddenly allowed to go freestyle you can do that anyway yeah so um we'll do it tonight we'll do it i tell you what we'll do it tonight and tonight will be the swan song and I'm never saying, I'm not saying never. I'm not saying we're never going to do it ever again. We will do. We, we might do a whole show of it at some point. We might, I might just suddenly, um, oh, what did, what did Nick Abbott used to call it? Nick Abbott used to do it. It was just call it something like we're going to run through the switchboard now. And he just fire. I remember, um, uh, you have to be of a certain mindset to be able, you can sneeze. I'm trying to hold it in. You have to be of a certain mindset to be able to um, to, to host a phone in a, a, a straight to air thing. You have to be ready for to be insulted and all those kinds of things. Um, and didn't Charlie? No, some geeky radio people listening will know this better than me. Didn't Charlie Wolf, um, when he was here, one on like a Christmas show or a New Year's Eve show, try and do straight to air? And I think someone came on and called him a tit. And he's like, right, okay, right, we're not doing... Right, okay, we're not <laughs> he doing... He pulled the plug, did he? I think, did that happen, dear listener? You'll know better than me, because I'm a radio geek, but my memory is um, is failing me. Did that happen? Did Charlie Wolf do a straight-to-air over Christmas at some point, and, and someone was very rude to him? Um, you've all heard the clip of Charlie Wolf fainting, of course, haven't you? Haven't you? I wonder if I've got it on the, on the, on my computer, because I might have... Oh, here we go. It comes straight up. This is Charlie Wolfe years and years ago um, on a radio station in Ireland. Um, it's not the best quality, but it's um, if you stick with it. Hang on a second. Uh, let me see. Where are we? Here we go. <clears throat> Excuse me. A, uh, a friendly soccer match between the Czech Republic. He's struggling. And uh, and, my and and Yugoslavia was uh, delayed by over half an hour when the... Uh, um, when the Yugoslav team... Beautiful. Here it comes. Charlie. Charlie. Charlie, you alright? Sorry, folks. Back in a sec. Oh, isn't it beautiful? Isn't it beautiful? Wow. Why don't more... I mean, I've thrown up on air, but you wouldn't have heard it because I had my microphone turned off. Um, I had a terrible migraine. I was talking about this last week, so I don't know. Um, you would have expected... There isn't there a couple of clips of... Um, um, I think it's TV of an American reporter, a woman who suddenly starts talking nonsense. It's like she's talking in tongues. She's like going, well, um, uh, uh, uh. 
And it's, um, people thought it was a prank, but she says she had a, she, she suddenly got hit by a migraine or something, and it froze her. But does anyone remember that? I could spend, if, if, if um, um, I, I could, uh, I'm sure uh, I remember that. Don't take it personally, guys, when you get cut off. Guys, don't take it personally when you get cut off. People are taking it personally, they've been cut off. Everyone gets cut off, guys. Don't, 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 don't do that. Otherwise, we're going to have to have a serious talking to. Um, I think there are a couple of clips of people suddenly getting struck by migraines and um, losing the power to speak. I'm losing the, the, the will to live this evening. Honestly, I feel absolutely ropey. And I know that I'm going to get no sleep tonight. I'm not going to be able to sleep. And I've got long old day with the boys tomorrow then up early sunday because they're all going off they're all going off to sweden so it's gonna be um i can sleep sunday i guess i can sleep sunday. just get to sunday have you done oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand by the way have you um um uh, no james it won't work james if you email me your number we'll call you if you email me your number, he's calling from uh, Los Angeles. He's wow. the guy that's going to get you a TV series in Excellent. Los Angeles. Bearing in mind... He said that a while ago, and I've yeah. not had a call yet. And he worked over here. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Thank you. Thank you. Here we go. This is the reporter. This is a TV. Thank you, Nick. This is why these people are good. Here we go. Let's take a second to boot up. This is the reporter. Good evening, everyone. I'm Pat Harvey. And I'm Paul Majors. Country trio Lady Antebellum was the big winner tonight with five Grammy Awards. Rapper Eminem, the big shocker, winning only two despite ten nominations. CBS 2's Serene Branson is live at the Staples Center with highlights and backstage coverage we're seeing for the very first time. Serene. Well, a very, very heavy, uh, heavy divertation tonight. We had a very Darrison bite. Let's go ahead, Terrace Terrace in those for the bit. They had the pet. Did you see the footage? No. Because she looks not. I mean, she looks. She's a typical. There we go. Let's watch this again. Good evening, everyone. I'm Pat Harvey, and I'm Paul Majors. Country trio Lady Antebellum was the big winner tonight with five she Grammy Awards. Normal. Rapper Eminem, the big shocker, winning only two despite ten nominations. CBS 2's Serene Branson is live at the Staples Center with highlights and backstage coverage we're seeing for the very first time. Serene. Look at the panic in her eyes, though. Well, a very, very heavy, uh, heavy that... divertation tonight. We had a very Darrison bite. Let's go ahead, Terrace Terrace in those for the bit. They had the pet. Oh! <laughs> we had a very heavy bertation. <laughs> oh, I mean, not, oh, thank you, Nick. Thank you so much. Not even decipherable, is it? I don't. <sighs> poor woman. Oh, um, yeah, we have a very heavy bertation. God, look at that. It's, it, it's, it, you know you're having a slow night on the phones when you, know, you see Ken calling in and you, you, you think, oh, brilliant, I'll get three minutes, I haven't got to work so hard. A very heavy, heavy bertation. bertation. The human brain... Well, the human brain is a, is a, is a weird, um, is a weird old thing. It's mysterious. Isn't it? uh, and we know nothing about it at all whatsoever and you would imagine that um there would be more oh hang on what's this is a, why is there a woman drawn a, I'm, going, you, I'm about to fall down the rabbit hole. <laughs> let, let, let's fall down the holy rabbit hole yes ken good evening ian ken if you phoned up to talk about jesus do you know what i'm not really in the mood ian i just want to talk to you tonight is it about jesus i want to talk about you i heard what you just said there <laughs> 
Which, Listen, which, hang on a minute, which bit did I just say? You are a precious man to God. No, uh, no, 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 no. I, but, but I, when I said I don't want to talk about Jesus, I kind of meant the Holy Father as well. I just don't fancy it, Ken. Your, your calls are quite boring. Well, and I know, they, I know they mean a lot to you, right? But can I speak honestly and Can I say something honestly and openly to you? Sure you can. I don't think you're well. Because this... The, to, to wish to bear witness um, as much and as... Um, aggressively as you do um i don't it just I, ken it, it makes me very uncomfortable and also i find it quite dull if i if i'm being completely honest and i'm trying to make yeah. a show that's not dull so um i don't and i'm not anti-jesus i don't hate jesus i've got friends who are christians and i've dabbled with it and all of that stuff but i just don't really fancy it on the show tonight ken can i be honest with you please do right Depression is a horrible thing, as I understand, but there's a cause for much depression, Ian, and the cause is a rebellious spirit towards God. Ken, Ken, you're actually talking quite dangerous bollocks now. This is the truth. No, no, it's not, Ken. And sorry, maybe it is. Sorry, Ken, when did you, when did you, um, when did you get your doctorate? You're, you're a trained doctor, yeah? I am, uh, I am, I have knowledge about... Right, so Ken, how do people get cancer? Is that because of a rebellious nature towards God? No. Right, thanks very much for calling, Ken. You idiot. He took it there, wow. You absolute idiot. It's a disease, mate. It's a disease, and sometimes it's a disease that is, can be traced back to uh, events that happen in your life, and sometimes it's a chemical imbalance. And there may be other reasons. Having a rebellious nature towards God is not one of them, you utter prune. You utter, utter cheese. Oh, dear the worst thing is that some people hear that and believe it. Well, that's why I, that's why I stopped him um, in his tracks. How do I... All right, hang on a minute. Let's phone... Actually, let's go to a break. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Right, let's... Um, oh, oh, one. Is that how I do America? Yeah. Three, one, oh. What's that? That's New York, isn't it? Yeah, don't do his whole number. Or is it L.A.? Is that New York or L.A.? We'll find out. Mm. 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 It doesn't look... Um, oh, let's see. Oh, it's lost. West Los Angeles, California. Is that Hollywood? Hollywood, isn't it? Hello? <laughs> don't, don't say hello as though you don't know who's calling you up. You tell me off for that. Well, it could have been anybody. Could have been anybody calling up. Well, it's. You know, I, I bet still it called all day. I bet it wasn't um, like, like a Hollywood studio offering you work. Well, it might have been. You never know. Um, Living in Hollywood, I mean, they phone up every week to offer work. You know how it goes. And you're it? just you're just waiting for the gig that you want. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I'm just just sitting around, just waiting for the. Now, for listen. That, let's for those for those. No one will know this, but James and I worked together. Uh, gosh, I don't know, 10, 11 years ago on a series... Easily. Yeah, easily. On a series on Sky called The Race. And it was the future of um, uh, reality television. And the main show was... <laughs> well, this is was, the, the main show was hosted by the by Denise Van Outen, who is a woman I absolutely adore. Lovely Denise Van Outen. She, she's just the, the nicest possible person you could ever meet. Absolutely nice. And the premise... Well, you explain the premise, James. Well, it was a, it was it was a, it was just a reality show. Instead of sticking in a house, we stuck them in a 
in a kind of a, it was a Red Bull uh, kind of hospitality unit, wasn't it? Yeah. And they stayed in this Red Bull hospitality unit. And uh, we put them at uh, Goodwood Races. Was it Silverstone, wasn't it? Silverstone, Silverstone. yeah. And uh, and they and we taught them how to race cars for the week. So they 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 learned to race minis, and then they did monster trucks. So what's her name? Uh, wrote off a two hundred thousand pound monster truck. Who was that? The woman who was um, who was oh Chris Tarrant's ex-wife. That was it. Oh yeah, that. she did, didn't she? Yeah. Oh flipping yeah, she heck! Wrote, she wrote off one of those. <laughs> And uh, then it all culminated to that in the end that they would uh, they would race Formula Fords in a race to see who was the who was the fastest. And you had the lovely um, what's his name Johnson from ACDC, your mate. Oh God! Well, I pissed everyone off on that show. I ended up having to apologise to everyone. Is that the one Miss Dynamite was on? Yeah, Miss Dynamite uh, went to hospital, yeah, didn't she? Yeah, yeah, that all. Yeah, well, that's what happened in the end. She she crashed at 120 miles an hour headlong oh. into a, into a concrete wall yes it was a oh, yeah so, and that was a, that was the end of that series <laughs> <laughs> I, and so denise was hosting the main show on sky and i was hosting That's um right. what channel was it on like sky i don't know uh, sky three or something sky, 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 sky yeah, three. and i was kind of hosting this big brother's little brother show afterwards and it was like there was an audience and i would run around talking to people and we'd have guests on we had richard blackwood on as a guest i remember it was a really nice yeah. um and um yeah and it it, it 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 never came back and i upset um what was his name brian johnson from acdc yeah. was that with a kiss comment yeah because it was the end of the interview and i went by the way we got on really well and he seemed like a nice bloke with a sense of humor and i went by the way brian this is on live tv who's the greatest ba- rock band in the world he went acdc and i went no you're wrong it's kiss <laughs> now coming up next and he stormed off in a half didn't he james yeah, but the whole from they were so they were so up their own watches for the whole of them because because I remember having to go to a production meeting after you'd made that comment oh, and he was saying what they don't realise is we're risking our life here he doesn't realise we're risking our lives. <laughs> I didn't know that I do know that I had to go I had to go to the trailer that he was sharing with Gary Newman. <laughs> Um, That's an odd couple. I know. He was, uh, Gary, Newman, Gary Newman and his wig. And um, <laughs> and uh, and I had to knock on the door and I had to say, uh, Mr Johnson, I would just like to apologise. It was an off-the-cuff comment. And this is my apology, right? It was an off-the-cuff comment. Obviously, I didn't mean it. Of course, ACDC rock much harder than wow. Kiss. I had to say that to yeah, it! They rock much harder? <laughs> oh, my <laughs> word. And he was like, oh, it don't, it don't matter, like, you know. It, it clearly didn't matter. He's still talking about it the next day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and we won't even get started on Nick Moran. Um, <laughs> he nearly walked. Oh. I nearly walked. Oh. Everybody nearly walked because me and Nick Moran did not get on at all. So this was like the early days of reality TV yeah. when they were going on it thinking they were still it. Whereas yeah. nowadays they go on it saying, I'm going to take the money and run. Well, I, again, I had to make yeah. an apology well, to Mr. Was... I had to apologise to Mr. Moran. <laughs> Mr. Moran and um and it was and I'm listen I'm good at apologising I, I, I I'm quite I'm quite good at sucking it up whether I've done wrong if I've done wrong or not and, and apologising if it makes things easier so I was I was taken over to him by this producer a guy called Dan I think this little producer man and he said I'll take you over there and I'll stand there with you and I'll make sure it's right because he was furious <laughs> so I went I went over to say hello to him and Dan said all right lads I'll be off <gasps> Dan and I went oh cheers I think his name was Dan anyway and I just said um, Mr. Moran. <laughs> I'm really sorry 
Bearing the, in mind he's probably the same age as you, yeah, right? Yeah, I said, I'm really sorry for the tone. I, well, basically, it was, uh, what annoyed him was, I did a report, oh. and I went, everybody did really well, apart from Nick Moran, he was rubbish. <laughs> and I went over to him, Mr Moran, I'm, I'm so sorry wow. for the, 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 my tongue-in-cheek comment was not taken, was, was, was misinterpreted as meanness. I certainly didn't mean to be mean, I know you're doing... And, you know, if someone apologises, you either go, I'll naff off, or, do you know what? You upset me. I appreciate your part. I got a fifteen-minute lecture from him. On what? <laughs> he said. He said I've looked you up online. Oh. And I was doing a. Th- I was doing a th- program at the time called um, the Soup on the E Channel, right? And he said, "I'll let you know, Sonny. This isn't the Soup. This isn't the E Channel." And instantly, I had to swallow the sentence. Yeah, and this isn't a Matalan advert either. <laughs> um, <laughs> And uh, we, we we eventually made peace, and the programme was fixed, so he got booted off quite sharpish. <laughs> <laughs> that was the day when they that was the day when you could fix those those. Yes, shows exactly. As well. You can't now. You can't fix them. No, but I, we used to do because we used to do because um, uh, I did a lot of those um, supernatural things, you know, with Derek Cora, and I did the first ever. Um, Don't tell me they're fixed. I used to love those. No, 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 no. They're not. No, well, not as far as I'm, but the from the vet building. Yeah. So I did the the first few live ones of those. I did the first few lives on that. But then we did a thing called um, uh, Frightened and Famous, where we put a load of celebrities into a haunted house. <laughs> we did about we did about four of those. It's not fun, actually. But, but but the course of votes would come through, and they'd, they'd be voting off all the good people. So we can't literally lie with that. You pull to the execs in the back of the truck, and you go, "Do you want him to go again?" No, no, we'll keep him. Let's get rid of that boring boy. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, that doesn't happen anymore. He used to no, on the the last day of filming when they were doing the formula the, the, the formula four thing, and it was in, it was it was all kind of live and. I met Bernie Eccleston and Tamara and all these people, and I upset the oh, girls. Yeah, they all, came, they all came down, and I upset the girls because I they'd had a really tough week, and I jokingly said, "Oh God, Ian!" And we kind of got on well. It's a girl from Atomic Kitten and Miss Dynamite and another one, and I said, "Have a great race, do your best, don't crash." And then the, like, the, the psychologist went nuts at me. She said, how dare you? You put the idea of crashing into their heads. Yeah, last thing you say to someone. And I just, I, honestly, I, I just, I hated the whole week. And so James is in my ear going, right, go over there, go and speak to, um, to, and I just, just said, I'm sorry, James, I can't hear you. It's cutting out. Sorry. And I just stood there and didn't go and talk to anyone. That I hated old trick. It. That old trick. Did you know he was doing a trick, James? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did, yeah. Did. It was a miserable week. That, you know, there are some jobs are a joy, and that job was... I, I hated it. I enjoyed working with you. I enjoyed working with Denise. Uh, and I enjoyed, the, you know, the programme. I thought it was, was a decent programme, well, but... It was, it was just they were so uptight about everything. I mean, the fact that you were marched over to explain yourself to people like Brian Johnson just because he made a joke, it was the most ridiculous thing in the world. And you know, I made that. I made my view quite plain, plain on, on the thing, but Thank of course you. I was... In the, the meeting, but not... You weren't Dan, were you? No, ja- do you know what? James no, was... <laughs> James was, um, was, was very kind to me, and he put up with a lot of my insecurities and a lot of my nonsense. Now, um... We had a lot, we had a lot of Fun on we did it. We had a lot of fun. We did have a lot of fun. And I say, honestly, you, you, you know how Denise Van Outen is on TV. Yeah, she's exactly like that in real life. She's so funny. I love her. She's been so kind to me. Um, and now you're in um, uh, Los Angeles. Have you actually got any work? Yes, absolutely. I have a show. I think they're. Um, I think they're uh, transmitting season one in the UK. Is there, is there a channel called W or L. It used to be Living, but it's now called... I think it's called W. I know. I, yeah, I think... Yes, there is a channel called that, I think. 
Yeah, it's on. It's on that uh, midday every day. It's called Judge Faith. Judge what? Judge who? Judge Faith. Faith Jenkins, the lady. Is uh, called. She's called. And, oh, she, is it like and, a uh, Judge Judy type thing? Yeah, yeah. It's, that's, it's exactly. It's a court show. Beautiful. It's a, it's a court show format. Except we've got a prettier, younger judge. You can say stuff like Instagram and uh, Snapchat. <laughs> and that's fitting, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good, but good. She's, she's great. She's great. Uh, she's great, Faith. She's a. She was a. I think she was um, uh, Miss Louisiana. She oh. was she was a beauty queen, and then she uh, and then I think she was Miss America 2002 runner-up. And um, but then she put herself through law school, and then she became a prosecutor attorney in oh, in, uh, in New York. Oh, so, yeah, she's a, yeah, we have a lot of them. We have a lot of them. I, I, I'm going to check it out. I, now, how long how long have you been in the states now, James? Is it about six years? Uh, no, I mean it's not, no, just over three, about three and a half years. And because you won't mind, I don't. Maybe you will mind me saying this. In which case, we'll press the dump button. But you went over there because you, <laughs> you well, you weren't getting any work over here, were you? No, it was, yeah, it was, it was slim picking. That was the point. Yeah, there wasn't a lot going on. So and has it been all right since sense. you've been there? Is it has it been you know fairly constant? Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, once once I got out here and got naked, it's fine. Yeah, wow. Yeah, it's been really good. Yeah, can't complain at all. Can I come There's and keep on your floor? Absolutely. You can, well, you can come and stay in the guest room if you like. Oh, it's going really well! Somebody's making it no, big in Hollywood! I'll take the pool house. Uh, <laughs> we have a spare room, I don't have a guest room. But we live by the beach. We live by the beach, which is great. Oh, it's fantastic. fantastic. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's all good. Because no, there's loads more money in it here than there is in the UK. Yeah. Had I done the work in the UK that I'd done here, I would be a, I'd be a multi-millionaire either because they just get paid a fortune here because it's all unionised. Well, it's all, you're right, it's all, um, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of, I haven't done TV for a while, you know, and I'm kind of, I, I, I've kind of, um, I've accepted that, although I went for a meeting, I can say this, because I don't think they're going to offer it to me, I went for a, for the meeting for the jump, uh, a few weeks oh, ago, right. just because I could do with a, a big lump sum of cash right now would be really what's, handy. What, what's the jump? What's, what's the jump? Oh, you'd like this, because um, celebrities get hurt on it. Um, it, <laughs> it is the most dangerous show on the telly, they the, say. My first question when I went in for the meeting was, how many how many of your um, stars went to hospital last time? They said, well, three, but <laughs> only one was serious. So they take um, celebrities, in inverted commas, out to the Alps, um, and they oh, teach them how yes, to do yeah, the yeah, um, yeah. ski jumping the, and, and yeah, stuff. that's ridiculous. That's completely ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it's everyone's everyone's injured, and I don't want to do it. And I and I said to them, I said, look, I don't want to do this. I could just do with fifty grand, you know. <laughs> and, and, Strangely, they didn't just give you the fifty grand. Well, <laughs> and it was a friend oh, of mine who was who was holding the interviews, and I thought I'd be nice to see her, and she'll understand why I'm. And I was completely honest with her, my reasoning behind going for the meeting and stuff. And I left it saying, I really hope you don't offer me this job because <laughs> I'll have to do it. Well, then this decision will be made. Um, but my TV, you know, my TV career is kind of. Um, it's kind of over. You should do what you should do. What Danny Baker did is is go into the jungle, but make yourself so obnoxious in the first week. They really vote you out. You know, <laughs> spend the rest four weeks staying in a, in a luxury hotel. Yeah, but did you see his tweets about that luxury hotel? The bar shut at the ten o'clock. Bar- <laughs> yeah, he was furious. He said it was like staying in a B and B in Clacton. The bar shut at ten o'clock. <laughs> James, listen. Uh, do you ever? Do, when, when do you do you ever get over here? You must get over here. I, I probably owe you a lunch. Oh, no, you probably don't. Probably are you? No, I was over in October for a couple oh. of weeks because I'm not oh. because I'm not coming back. So I came to see mom and dad for a couple of weeks um, because we're going to go skiing on Sunday. Actually, we're going to go up to 
whiskey and cannabis game for Christmas. Oh, that's fantastic. Event, yeah. That'd be lovely. Yeah, fair. Well, so listen, I good. always... Yeah. So, I, but I wanted, to, I wanted to call you, because A, because you don't get any bloody callers, but also just to wish you a Merry Christmas <laughs> and cause a Christian backlash on your show. Oh, like God. Well, James, listen, I always appreciate your um, your uh, tweets and uh, your emails and all those things, and it's nice to hear your voice, and have a lovely Christmas. We'll speak soon. You too, and it's nice to speak to the woman as well. Yeah, yes, thanks. <laughs> About that job... <laughs> Thanks, oh, James. he's gone. He's what gone. a surprise. He's gone. Isn't he nice? Lovely. Really nice bloke, actually. I yeah. thought TV people were supposed to be sharky. No, that's why he didn't make it over here, because he was too nice. <laughs> really? He was too nice. He's got, he's got a posh um, a posh accent, so the Americans will be all over him. that. They'll be him. hot for that. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, we're going to do it. We're going to... Um, uh, yeah, the, that ra- the race. I've got them all on DVD in my garage. Oh, it was such a tense week. I've never had to apologise to so many celebrities. Who else was on it? Gary Newman was on it, and he was delightful, really quiet and shy. There's a film out about Gary Newman that I'd like to see. He's a um, fascinating man. Uh, who else was on it? There was an Atomic Kitten, Miss Dynamitey, Nick Moran. Um, Shame he didn't go on, because I, I like Nick Moran. I think he's, he's a brilliant actor. And we just, you know, we didn't click. Um, he might have been having a moment in his life. He might have been, and I was probably having a wobble as well. I'm sure if we met now, we'd shake hands and and it would be all right. Um, so... His fist to your face, shaking hands. <laughs> Shut up, man. <laughs> I'm trying to think who else was was who else was on there. Oh, it doesn't matter. I know I got to meet Trisha because it was her production company. I was really excited because I got to meet Trisha. That was that was the highlight for me. So, we're going to take calls straight to her for the last hour of the show. I'm not expecting a lot. You can surprise me. But this could be... The, well, this will almost definitely be the last straight to air of 2016, guys. So, if you want it, come and get it. You know the telephone number. 0344 499 1000. 0344 499 1000. Don't phone in just yet. Wait until I give you the cue. Okie dokie. You got it? You got the rules? Delightful. This is Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late Nights, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Swirls and curls of angel hair. And ice cream castles in the air And feathered canyons everywhere I've looked at clouds that way But now they only block the sun There rain and snow on everyone So many things I would have done But clouds got in my way I've looked at clouds from both sides now From up and down and still somehow It's clouds illusions I recall I really don't know clouds At all Moons and Junes and Ferris wheels The dizzy dancing way you feel when Every fairy tale comes real I've looked at love that way But now it's just another show You'll leave them laughing when you go And if you care, 
don't let them know Don't give you a self away I've looked at love from both sides now From within blues and still somehow It's love's illusions I recall I really don't know love At all Tears and fears and feeling proud To say I love you right out loud Dreams and schemes and circus crowds I've looked at life that way But now old friends are acting strange They shake their heads They say I've changed well Some things lost But some things gained In living every day I've looked at life from both sides now From give and take and still somehow It's life's illusions I recall I really don't know life At all Is, um... <clears throat> Is Joni Mitchell still alive? Yeah. Did she get better? Well, yes, it turns out she wasn't quite as at death door as we were told. So is she all right now? I don't know if she's all right. Well, has she ever been all right? Line one, you're on the wireless. The new sound for Sunday evening on BBC London 94.9 FM continues this weekend with me, Ian Lee, and the lady who does the houses, Sarah Beanie. We'll be talking about relationships and helping you through your problems, won't we, Sarah? You see, Sarah Beanie, property queen, she's not even bothered to turn up to record this trail. So it looks like our relationship isn't starting very well at all, is it? We'll also be your guide to the Sunday evening traffic with updates every 15 minutes. And you can nominate your choice of Sunday evening music by emailing now to yourlondonatbc.co.uk. Although we'll only play the ones that I like. That's me, Ian Lee, and lazy Sarah Beanie. This Sunday evening from 6 on BBC London 94.9 FM. Your voice was higher then, wasn't it? I no, I think that all recordings speed up over time because you listen. You listen to any clips from me from ten years ago, and I sound higher, but I wasn't higher. Um, and and you listen to. I bet if you were to listen to recordings yeah. of you from ten years ago, you'd sound rubbish. That, that would have been recorded on cassette. <laughs> so I, I, cassette specifically, I don't know about digital recordings. That was recorded on cassette. Um. I vaguely remember. I do remember doing that show. It was a one-off, BBC London, um, when it was still in the old place, um, before What's-His-Face took over, were trying out different pairings of presenters, and they got me in. Now, was I... I don't know if I was at LBC or not. If I'd left, it was certainly during or post-LBC. And... um, BBC London got me in there and said, we'd like, to, we'd like to give you a show, but we want you to present it with a woman. I was like, all right. A woman. And they said, who do you want to present it with? And I went, what about Sarah Beanie? Because I liked Sarah Beanie and, and we, she, she'd been on Rise. Okay, I'm getting a slight positioning. So we, we'd met on Rise a little bit and we got on really well. Uh, and she was up for it. Um, and Katia, Katia phoned up. Katia phoned up. Katia phoned up. And it was weird because, um, 
and they never gave us a regular gig. It was a one-off, and it was never repeated. And it was awful. And and we would try. I was. Tr- it must have been after. L- certainly, I don't know if I was at LBC or if I left. So I was trying to do a f- more formatted thing, and Sarah Beanie was there because she just started a website, a dating website. Oh yeah, and um, my my single friend. Yeah. And she was going to talk about relating. So we were going to do a mixture of like features and her talking about stuff and people phoned in. But of course, people just phoned in and went, Pradeep, Chakais, and did all of that. <laughs> and I'm sort of having to play the way I remember it was I'm trying to play all of this down and go, Well, that's, that's great. Thanks very much. Anyway, if you want to call in and talk to Sarah about stuff, and of course, no one wanted to call in and talk to her. They just wanted to phone up and go, Chakais. I've got to do it. It's all that stuff. <laughs> oh, God. Um, and um, I'm going to... Can we block Scouse Frank? Because it's, Yeah, it's, you can. Yeah, you're right. Fine. Can you block him, Ed? Block him, because he's just obscene in fruitcake. Um, so that's what that was. Thank you. Gosh. Thank you very much indeed for, for that, whoever that was, mystery caller, because um, that, that blew my freaking mind for a second. I didn't... I, 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 I thought the voice sounded familiar. I thought it can't be me because I don't remember any of those words ever leaving my um, my mouth. We should get Sarah Beanie on the show. I like Sarah Beanie. I've not spoken to her for years. I always thought she was... What's she doing now? Property show? Yeah, and I think that website took off. I think she yeah, did. Yeah, it did. Oh, well, it did. And she told me... And this was years ago, so I don't think it's the thing now. But she told me it was like three girls to every guy on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said, but I'm not allowed to say those stats. I have to pretend it's evenly distributed. But basically, there's three girls for every guy on there. And it's it's hog heaven. I like, I, I love Sarah Bean. I, we, we, we got on very well. She was, um, I always thought she was very funny. I, I used to enjoy the property ladder. I don't know what she's doing. I don't really watch TV now, so um, I don't know what's going on. Oh, 0344-499-1000. The last, um, straight to air. We won't get any calls next week. Next week will be tough. Just just in time for me to have a cold then. Pair to marry after meeting online when she killed him on oh. Call of Duty. I like this because mm. I can understand how this I can. could happen. In the early days of Xbox Live, I used to play Uno on there, the card game. And I used to play it with a bloke called G-Man. Um and a couple of other people. I remember, you, and you had like a little camera. If you had a camera, you, they could see you playing it. Mm-hmm. So you, I remember seeing a naked lady once. What was she playing? Um, Uno. And um, so I could falling in love online playing games. I, I'm sure that happens all the time. Although I, I did call someone a very bad word online today because they they ba- kept bailing out of a game once they were leaving, which is what I do. I just went, you effing time-wasting C. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello? Your phone number ends double three eight seven. If that helps. We can't hear you, but we know you're there. Great call. Line two, you're on the wireless. Blue. Blue. 23, 15, 19, 9, 11, 18, 26, 2, 2, 24, 21, 17, 
giving you grief who's giving my mate grief darren D- dylan fly look at you i know just wondering if the girl in your head of pitch knows <clears> doing how you're carrying on with oh look at you you filthy dylan fly um i wouldn't normally say you know go and and um ab- don't send abuse to him but at dylan fli g- go and tell him to be an absolute filth bag um absolute filth bag go on go on at Dylan FLI. Um, hang on a minute. Destroy this man. <laughs> there we go. Destroy this. In inverted commas, man. There we go. There we go. Fine. Go get him, guys. Go! Two love-struck gamers are getting married after meeting while playing shooter video game Call of Duty. I don't understand why this is... This, is, this seems to me obvious that people will fall in love... They're sharing the same interests. Well, as well, gamers, right? And there aren't that many female gamers. So if you find one that gets um, it, why wouldn't you? Yes, there are. No, but what I mean... Mm. Yes, there are. There are loads of female gamers, Catherine. And shame on you for, um, for All right. p- p- perpetuating well, stereotypes. I would say there probably aren't as many as male gamers. True or false? Line one. Hello. Hello, line one. You're on the air. Ian, how are you, sir? I'm good, thank you. Good, good, good. Um, I used to listen to you quite a few years ago. Uh oh. And I'm very, I'm very pleased that you're back on the airwaves. No, well, that's. I kind of lost, I, I lost touch with you for a while. I don't remember me, but I actually did a, a card trick uh, on your radio station. Do you remember that at all? I'm assuming we're talking about absolute, are we? Yes, that was a long time ago. I don't remember it. If I'm completely honest, no. Ah. Sorry, oh, okay, I don't. Well, I don't. It, it, I say, listen. I say this to everyone. I don't. If someone were to phone up and say they were on the show yesterday, in fact, someone did this yesterday. Oh. They phoned up and they were on the day before, and it took me two minutes to realise who they were. Honestly, as soon as a show is done and it's nothing personal, yeah. I dump it from my memory. So I remember very, very little of the stuff that I did. Fair enough, sir. Fair enough, sir. I just wanted to say it's a pleasure to hear you again. Well, thank you, mate. It's, it's, um, I'm, I'm glad you found us. Weeknights, uh, uh, ten till one. Tonight's show's been a bit ropey, so don't judge me on tonight's show. Oh, I've, I've been, I've been listening from the beginning of the week, mate, and oh, it, I've enjoyed it. It's beautiful. Been good fun. It's well, good uh, fun. listen, yeah, I, I, yeah. hopefully you'll, you'll, you'll come on and you'll do another car trick one day. Oh, without a doubt, sir, yeah, because it was, it was a, it was a very memorable one from my point of view. Obviously not yours, no. but mine it was, yeah. No. All right. Well, listen, nice <laughs> one, man. I'm glad you found me again. Thank you very much indeed. Um, Adamphi is telling me the show with Sarah Beanie was in December 2007. I left LBC November 2007 and started Virgin in January 2008. It's always good to know that there are people who know more about my career than I do. Okay, so that was it was just after. Okay. Um, All right. Um, Line two, you're on the wireless. Christmas time, la 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 la. <laughs> Christmas time, la 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 la. Christmas time, la 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 la. Christmas time, la 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 la. Oh no, don't stop, don't stop. Oh, uh... I was going to record it and send it to Kelly. <laughs> um, okay, call straight to air. 
Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. Late night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Line one, you're on the wireless. Good evening. How are you doing? Oh, I'm all right. I, I'm not pretty. Oh, no. a bit of a crap show tonight. This happens. Oh, sorry. I haven't been listening, but I thought I'd give you a quick call because I'm never normally up and listening. But I wanted to call about Hip Hip Hip. Yes. Um, because ever since it's first come on the scene, it's bothered me about where the extra hip came from. Yeah. And then I think I worked it out. Yeah. And I'm not sure if anyone else has ever come up with a theory, but I thought I'd give it a go. Go on. Um, well, it was when I said, when I completed this famous or well-known phrase, which is, the sun has got his hat on, hip, 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 hooray. And it suddenly occurred to me that perhaps that's where Charlie got his extra hip from, was that he thought that's uh, where the hip, hip, hooray came from. Well, the hip, 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 hip is, a, is a military thing, I think we established. So they do it in the military, but I don't think anyone has explained why they do it in the military. So your version is as good as any we've got so far. But the hip hip comes the hip hip or the hip 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 comes from the military. The hip 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 comes from the military. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. oh no! I thought it was no. Oh, well, I was a bit disappointed. I thought I thought I here was me thinking that Prince Charles's life was full of people just seeing the sun has got his hat on to him or something well, like the, that. The, 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 the one verse that his dad would like. <laughs> um, line two, you're on the wireless. Oh, is that peanuts? Turn that crap off. <laughs> hate, we, we hate peanuts here. The peanuts movie. Oh, God, what a waste of my life that was. <laughs> Line one, you're on the wireless. Hi, am I on? Yeah. Oh, great. I'd like to know, uh, who are your favourite DJs to listen to when you're not working or watching television? Um, there's quite a long list at the moment because there's some good stuff on. Music, I like Radcliffe and McConey on six. Amen. Um, speech, I like James O'Brien. I like the two mics. I like, um, Howard Hughes. I like Nick Abbott. And I'm a big fan of, um, if, 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 if any show on Radio 4 where they say, and today, hosted by Samira Ahmed. Boom! You know you're going to get. <laughs> you know you're going to get a quality program. I think she's fab. <laughs> How about podcasts? Um, I don't. I don't. I don't really listen to podcasts. I like um, the um, Josie Long show that's on Radio Four, and I can't remember what it's called. I've got that, all those downloaded. Shorts. I, short. Yeah, I don't really listen to podcasts. Shortcuts. I do. I like Adam Buxton. Oh yeah, and uh, Scroobius Pip. Yeah. Buxton, yeah. This American Life is one of those. Um, shows is a bit like The Wire, which everyone says they like and they listen to, and it's like a cliche to say that you like and enjoy listening to. But it's amazing. Genuinely, 45 minutes, whizzes by, and you will not regret listening the to any of those The thing with podcasts... Episodes. What's your name, friend? Lewis. Lewis. The thing I find yeah. with podcasts, there are just so... I, 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 there are just so many different ones. I don't know where to start. I've listened to... Um, Flip it up. You alright? Me? Yeah, what happened there? Oh, sorry. No, no, I'm fine. Sorry, just, um, I'm just walking home oh, in the bus and leaving. Sorry. That's sorry. right. Um, I don't really know where to start, and I don't really have time, because th- there is so much good stuff on Radio 4, and talk radio, um, but there's so much good stuff on Radio 4 
that if I'm in my car and there's I can't find anything on the radio, I'll just put. I think all right, now's a good time to listen to some music, and I'll put my iPod on and put it on shuffle and and hopefully remember an album that I'd completely forgotten about. So I don't really listen to a lot of podcasts, I'm afraid. Well, thank you for asking answering my question. Do I win five pounds? And. Um... <laughs> I think it's up to 10 quid these days. Oh, beautiful. Thank you, Lewis. What a nice guy. Very generous. Very generous. Two, you're on the wireless. quite a nice little trail. I quite like that. Quite imaginative. Well, um, I never... I was at Virgin longer than I was at LBC. And I never felt at home at Virgin, an absolute. I never felt at home. I felt at home at LBC. I felt at home after 18 months at Three Counties. I feel at home here. Virgin, absolute. I never never felt at home. And I never really settled into it. I settled in for for a period. I I didn't get on with my first producer. Um, And instead of going in, all guns are blazing. And I should have gone in full of confidence. And and I didn't. I went in nervously. And uh, instead of going and going, right, this is the show. This is what we're going to do. You let him take it. I let him him have more control than perhaps I should have. I remember the first show was after Christmas. And he said, I've got a great idea for a phone-in. Um, we can do like a swap shop oh. for people who've got crap presents. And I, I of course, should have gone, nah, I don't think that's going to work. And I didn't. And I was trying to be nice. And I went, and in my head I'm thinking, that's a terrible idea. But I went, yeah, okay, no, let's do that. And we did, and that was kind of the relationship for a while. And then as I started to get more control, he didn't get the show. Um, and it, it got very And he unpleasant. got used to getting his own way, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And it's that thing of, we talk about the producer-presenter relationship being 50-50 or 60-40. At the start, it was 70-30 in his favour. And then over time, it kind of went 70-30 in my favour. Mm-hmm. And um, he didn't like that. And we just didn't click. We didn't really get on. He's a nice enough bloke. We didn't get on. And it wasn't until Eloise took over. Eloise came and did like some work experience. And, you know, like when we had it, we just clicked. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, I want her to produce. And um, I kind of, I, I, I said to her, look, I really want you to produce. Would you be up for it? She went, oh, yeah, yeah, but Davis is doing it. I said, right, I'm going to go in, after a few months, I'm going to go and speak to the boss and I'm going to say I'm going to quit unless you produce. And literally the day I was going to go in, right, the producer phoned me up and said, you're never going to believe it, I've been taken off the show. So like, you didn't have to say anything? I didn't say anything. It was just by coincidence. I went, oh, no. Oh, that is out. Oh, that is out of order. Well, I'm going to have a word with the boss. There's probably nothing I can do. But and it was, I just thought, oh, I dodged the bullet there. Yeah. But I never felt at home there. And I, 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 that we did some good stuff, but a lot of it was just treading water. That's how I see my time there. You want to say something? 
No, I, I don't think there's any such thing as that, treading water. I think sometimes you have to just... Well, you have to go through things to get where you're going. Well, if you're... If you're you try saying that to the uh, the survivors of the Titanic. Oh, wow. Line one! Good evening! Good evening! How are you both? Can people stop asking that question? Our health is not Oh, really? Question. Sorry. Don't care how you are. Good, that's better. Is that better? Yes. Good. Um, how, how is... Uh, is this your last show before the New Year? No. Or before Christmas, sorry? No. Is this the last time you're doing calls to air before the... For, uh, straight to air before the New Year? Yeah. Oh, well then, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> I, I, saw, I saw your tweet and I thought maybe it might be the last show before Christmas. So I oh, thought no. I'd call to wish week. you both a Merry Christmas. We are here oh, well, then next up, week. Well, in that case, up yours. I'll call you next weekend. Thank you very much indeed, then. Up yours. Retract your good wishes. I like I like her style. Line two, you're on the wireless. I can't really hear it. I can't really hear it, I'm afraid. Line um, three, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello. Hello, I'm Matt. Hello. Hello, Matt. Um, I've been thinking about calling for a while um, about the topic of misogyny and feminism. Yes. So I've decided that men need a definition of feminism. And so it's been a while like thinking about this, and I think there is one thing that men should decide that they can sign up to if they say they're a feminist. And that is, if you're in a unisex toilet in a pub or a restaurant or something like that, then you need to wipe up, even if that is not your mess, because somebody else is going to have to mess that, uh, clean that mess up, and it might be a woman, and it's definitely not their mess. So it's kind of an allegory as well as a Are you talking about um, urine on the floor? I'm talking about urine on the seat, actually. Oh, God. Well, you know, because it happens, doesn't it? You yeah, know, yeah, because yeah. not everybody lifts up the seats. No. Yep. So I had a I chat with my eldest. I had a chat with my eldest son this week in Costa because uh, he um, <laughs> they, they get nervous when they go into the toilet. So I always have to stand by the toilets, and um, uh, he couldn't flush it, so I had to go in. And I and I said, "Look, now we've made a little mess on the seats. Let's 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 do the gentlemanly thing." So we let's all have to up. do it, don't we? we, we, we but we I'm not. I'm not. Up. I refuse to because I used to men whittle on the floor, right? And some men don't clean that up. And I no, well, I went through a thing of I would clean that up because I didn't want to walk out and then a woman walk in behind me and she'd go, oh, God, that bloke off the telly peed on the floor. So I would constantly be cleaning up other urine off of the floor. Um, and then about 18 months ago, I thought, I'm not doing this anymore. I know. If it's mine, <laughs> then I'll do it. But I know that urine on the floor is not mine. I used to do it a lot of three counties. I used to do it a lot. Yeah, so, you know, I know that was not all. Tim Wheeler. Yeah. Who? So therefore, oh, th- yeah. however, though, let's spin this around. So if ever you're wondering whether somebody's sexist, says Kathleen Moran, spin it around and put the word woman instead of man in. Yeah. So if you're a woman and you go in a toilet, it's never you that's had a little wee-wee on the seats, is it? Well. And so well, it's kind of unfair. Well, you say that. Some women hover. <laughs> some women hover. Yeah, uh, what do you mean, some women? So, well, I don't hover. I can't be bothered. I'm knackered. <laughs> exactly. But some, some so, women I mean, hover, the and so they might, they might tinkle on the seat. Okay, so can we three agree 
Just clean up. Perhaps the vast majority of the wee wee we find on seats might have come from men. Might have come from Catherine. I think that's (laughs) the conclusion we've reached. Thank you very much indeed. Late night conversation worth losing sleep over. Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. <clears throat> 0344 is the telephone number. The last call straight to air. We are here next week, all next week, Monday to Friday. But just the, the straight to air thing just doesn't seem to be, you know, I, I think it's had its day. There might be another way of doing it. I'll have a little think over Christmas. Um, and, you know, we'll, we'll wheel it out and dust it off from time to time. But, um, oh, dearie me. I'm struggling to breathe here, guys. I know, you're very bummed up. Two love-struck gamers are getting married after meeting while playing shooter video game Call of Duty. Oh, we're safe by the bell. Yes, line one. If you've got kids, give them a kick, give them a smack, and hey, 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 send them to bed. Thanks very much indeed. Gary Davey was in an online Xbox match of Modern Warfare 2 when Kaylee Hopgood kept targeting, targeting him, so he messaged jokingly, please don't kill me. The pair, both 22, continued to chat online before meeting months later at Kaylee's home in Grey's Essex. Kaylee said, it was nice to put a face... To... This is a lovely story. Mm. This is a romantic story. Gary um, proposed on her 21st birthday last year. Mm. He said... Huh? Bit young. No, oh, we've been a bit young. Yeah, a bit young. No. Yeah. He said, I never expected for a second... I'll be spending the rest of my life with someone I met while gaming. Kaylee hated the idea of online dating and never thought she'd end up with someone she met on the internet. Kaylee said, I guess you never know who you're going to meet over Xbox. I don't really understand Xbox online anymore. It used to be a very simple system. But nowadays, I don't really... uh, I don't get it. It's all too confusing, really. I've lost the will to live. Can we just sack off this last 27 minutes? No. What's complicated about Xbox? Oh, Kath, come on. <laughs> what is it, though? No, it's not a question. I've lost the will to live. Go and dig out an interview for the last 15 minutes. All right. All right. <sighs> Do you know what I mean? Do you ever get that work? I've just lost the will. I've just lost... Um, the, uh, the desire to sit here in front of a microphone and talk. Um, I know that's my job. I know that's what I have to do. But um, I'm going to take a couple of weeks off in February. I've decided. I'm going to take a couple of weeks off and um, sleep and um, that'll be it. And then come back. Miserable as ever. This is an interesting story. Drunk Dave scares a couple. Fright of the living dead. I heard this the other day. And I couldn't quite work out what was going on. There was was a news report. A man covered in blood has fallen through um, a roof into into someone's house. A terrified couple thought they were in the middle of a zombie apocalypse when a drunk student plunged through their roof. Wow, imagine that. Chris and Lou Hepper 
were woken by smashing glass at 1am and went out to find a blood-soaked stranger in their garage. Hang on a minute. Line one. Hello, Ian. It's Keith. Hey, Keith. How you doing, man? Listen, man, I, 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 I've, I've been out this evening and I've been uh, unable to listen to the radio show, but I thought I'd just tune in quickly. And the one thing that I heard was, you've lost the will to live. Yeah. <laughs> Why, man? You must be mad. Well, yeah, I think I am. No, but listen, um, you know, that's the reason why I called in. I'm, 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 you know, I want to try and provide you with a reason to live. Okay. A reason to enjoy life and to be experiencing it. Oh, listen, man, I'm, 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 I'm not in the best of state to actually be able to, um, you know, to, to, to argue my case. But the one thing is, I wanted just to... Are you, you know, pissed? Yeah, of course I am. Yeah, yeah, I am, yeah. I'm on Tottenham Court Road. I've, 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 I've been working all day and then we went off to somewhere else and yeah. did something else and... You know, just uh, had a few drinks with, with, with people. And uh, do you know what we did? We did some community singing. Oh, God. And, uh, you know, obviously I led the choir in, 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 in the community singing. But um, I don't know. There are so many reasons, um, you know, to, to, to have a will to live. And uh, I, 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 I just thought losing the will to live is, is, is a really sad, you know, thing to lose. You're doing a terrible job of, t- of talking me off the leg. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing a terrible job. I'm, well, do you know what? I'm doing my best. You know, I'm, 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 I'm doing my best. Uh, listen, Keith, it, you know, it's all right. I'm not going to go home and kill myself, I don't think. Um, but I've just got this start of this cold, and it's just really, the last hour, it's really hit me, and it's, it's very uncomfortable to swallow, and it's uncomfortable to speak, and um, I've, I've had arseholes all week having a pop at me and and um and it and it, it's exhausting man it's exhausting and i'm just just literally the last 15 minutes something in my head has gone and i'm thinking i don't want to do this i don't want to do this man i want to do something else with my life something useful do you know what? imagine doing be, something I mean, useful what you do is extremely useful is it, I mean, what is I it do bollocks is, keith it's it's sitting here, night after night, talking rubbish. That's it. There's no use in yeah, it. But, but that's a good thing. You reckon? I do. I think it's a very good thing. I think, you know, I mean, if it wasn't you, it would be somebody else. Yeah, right. So it might as well be you. Yeah. And do you know what? If it wasn't you... It would be somebody else who is probably a little bit crap at it. But you're the person who actually does it the best. You know that. Keith, I'm going to cut you off. There we go. Uh, uh, Let's take a break. Uncut after-hours conversation for the up-all-night generation. Late Night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh, 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 oh,
You won't believe whose number just flashed up on my screen. Oh, you wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't believe. (laughs) Come on then. (laughs) Come on then. Daddy's ready. Come on then. Come on, then. This is, this is not that number, by the way. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hi, Ed. Hello, line one. Hi, yeah, uh, can you hear me? Yes, I can. OK. Um, my main reason for calling was actually because I get a bit of a dead spot on the uh, way home from work, and what the only you... way I can pick up the show oh. is by calling. Oh, well, there you go. You're not missing a lot. What's your name, caller? Sam. Sam, you're not missing a lot tonight, Sam. Um, uh, and there's only 18 minutes of the show left to go. <laughs> well, I, I enjoy listening on the way home and um, just thought I'd uh, make a call. I've where, where, useful for you. Where have you been and where are you heading? I've been working and now I'm heading home. Well, beautiful. Hey, what, 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 what job do you do that means you finish so late? DJing. Oh, there you go! Fantastic. Where, where have you been? Where have you been playing tonight? Do you, what on radio? Or do you do gigs? No, I do um, gigs. I used to do mobile, but a residency in a uh, restaurant now. Oh, so how's that going? Nice good Christmas party. Beautiful, beautiful. What is the song that you, is guaranteed to get everybody up off the ground? Billy Ocean. Which one? Going gets tough. Love. Real, love. No, no. Oh. Love really hurts without you. Love really hurts without you. Yeah. Yeah, that, that is a guaranteed floor filler. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> oh, well, well, I've got some useful advice for you because you mentioned you've got a cold coming on. Yes. And I, I think I've discovered the ultimate combination to, to fight off a cold before Mate, it hits home. Give it, give it to me, baby. Give it to me. Give it to me. Am, give I, it to am me. I allowed to mention the yes. name? Yes, you are. Oh, Vic's first defence. I think I'm too late for the Vic's it, first defence. Oh, then you must. Then you've got to go on to the mega dose vitamin C yeah. and some Jakeman's Jakeman's candy for your. Uh, now that's friend. the that's the yellow stuff, isn't it? No, the Jakemans are the little uh, black sweets. They're like old-school sweets, like menthol kind of licorice type. Okay, okay, okay. Um, The the first defence thing, right, has never worked for me. And it's quite sore when you shove it up your hooter. (laughs) It's a little bit sensitive. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's worked for me, and then it burns when it goes into your throat as well. It it's does. kind of like taking a bit of a, a naughty substance. Yeah, what, what when you you mean sniffing um, jalapeno peppers? I um, yeah. I, do you know what? I, it, and I was just thinking this because I had a bit of a cold a few weeks ago. And I was just thinking this week. Oh, it's been well over a year since I lost my voice, and then lo and behold, I start losing my voice. Oh, no. Never That's mind. not very good for your job. No, it's not. It's it's a real bug up. So I'm, I'm going to go for it. Maybe I'll get up early tomorrow and go for a steam and then go for a steam on Saturday. <laughs> I just need to go for a steam. I'll go for a steam Sunday morning, then a steam Sunday evening, then a steam Monday morning. I've got a voiceover Monday. Oh, blimey. You'll be, like be like a steamed cabbage. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But much better looking. Thank you for that. 
can scientists... Hold, we'll, 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 we'll finish off the show normally. Can scientists finally turn back the ageing process? Asks science correspondent Colin Fernandez. Colin, <laughs> I'll tell you the answer. It's no. No. They can't. Why did Angry Andy call up again? I think, like you say, wine o'clock. Wine o'clock. Very silly, though, because it's all logged. Yeah, I know. And, um... He's welcome to come on, but I'm going to call him by his real name. Exactly. Do you know what else is silly, yeah. Andy? Is sending threatening emails with your phone number on <laughs> when you phoned us up. Um, yeah, listen, dude, of course, you're, Andy, of course you're welcome to call in. It'll be an absolute pleasure to chat with you. I had a little sinkage and you've, you've cheered me up no end, so that's good news. Um, but we will use, we will we'll probably, we'll discuss it, but you'll agree it's probably better if we use your real name, I think, yeah. Andy. I think it'd be better if we if uh, we do that. But 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 you're always welcome to uh, always welcome to call in, dude. Of course you are. Of course you are. Or we can I can. We can call you. We can call you. I've got the number. I just press call out and it will it will come up. You can do that. No. Okay. We could do it on Twitter via your. We could we could go to your Twitter account, Andy. Whichever way you want to get in touch, dude. Um, But let's preferably let's do it on the air. Let's do it on the air. A treatment that could turn back the ravages of time is edging closer after scientists learnt how to reprogram cells to stop them growing old. This sounds like bullshine. (laughs) This sounds like absolute bullshine. The process involves taking skin cells and making them partly revert to how they were in the embryo. Oh! Mature mice that underwent the process were found to appear younger. How does a mouse look younger, Lime One? Yes, Manny, I know you're blind, but it doesn't mean you've got... Your mouth is not near the mouthpiece. No. What? You okay now? It's not brilliant. What's wrong? Hang on. Go back, Manny. Well... It, I mean, it'll do. I just come to say a nice weekend, both of you, everybody. <laughs> well, thank you, Manny. That's very kind. I was I was going to have a crap one, but now Enjoy that you play, now that you what? You you play and your Star Wars and are you are you drunk? No, 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 no. Okay. You feel a bit no, better than you, you did yesterday. You. Yeah, yeah, a little better. Mm. No drinky drinky. Good, no drinky drinky. Baddy baddy. When you're holiday? We're in next week and then um we got a week off and then we're back New Year's Eve. And then I'm gonna I might take a couple of weeks off in February. I've got to work out how much holiday I got left. February. 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 Okay. Okay, no problem. Okay. Speak to you next week. Peace and love, Manny. Pardon? Thanks. Thanks very much for calling. I don't know what is um... translated to humans. It could mean potentially at least that the average human would live to be a hundred and eight. That's the average. So I mean, some could live to be a hundred and twenty. There's a guy, an old um, nonce. Yeah, hundred and one. Hundred and one. Hey, and that care home in South London. Where everyone who was a resident was subjected to risk. Th- yeah, so they, everyone's getting getting a payout, yeah. whether they were abused or not. Everyone's getting a payout. And I've I've listened to a couple of the people that stayed there, lived there, 
Oh, God. I mean, it was non-stop. Non-stop, constant, you know. Oh, That's God. poor kids. And one, one, one girl escaped. And she went to the police and said, this is what's happening. And they said, all right, well, and they took her straight back. Of course they did. Yeah. I mean, it just doesn't even bear thinking about. You think that's that's one care home in South London in the 70s. It was, that care home has been there since the beginning of the uh, 1900s. But I guess the particular area of focus would be the 70s and the 80s. Um, and you think, well, where else was it going on? And then you hear that the, um, the government's in, in, investigation into child abuse, um, they're only going to have four public inquiries next year. And then probably not going to look at whether Lord Janna actually raped children or not. They're going to look at the um, systems that were in place around him. So they won't, at the end of it, be able to go, yeah, we know Lord Janna did this, this and this, and he, he may have done this, and we, we don't know about that. It would just be looking at the system. G- cover up? What cover up, guys? Like one, you're on the wireless. Hello? Hello, they've gone. <clears throat> uh, oh, here we go. The the, the final um, paragraph on this thing about rejuvenating cells, okay, to make you live longer mm-hmm. and look younger. The authors of the report warned that converting large numbers of the body's cells back into stem cells could lead to death. Oh, um, so... so... You'll either die or you won't. Uh, you know, it's a 50-50. You know what I mean, Jelly Bean? You know what I mean? Oh, and there's, um, there's this um, miserable man, Michel Roux. Oh, I used to like him. Michel Roux Jr. But his shine has been severely dimmed. Although Jay Rayner, who I do like, don't tell the two mics I like Jay Rayner because they hate him. I quite like Jay Rayner. They hate him. Why? Because he was rude to them in an interview. But they were probably quite rude to him. I imagine. I I mean, hold their own. I prefer the two mics over Jay Rayner, but I do like Jay Rayner. I do. So I don't want to pick sides in that fight. He's always been quite pleasant to me. Yeah, I don't want to pick sides in that fight. Don't want to pick sides. Um, But he tweeted his support for Michel Roux. And they said that we need to change the pricing. Well, no. I've been a waitress. They could do with that money. Chef Michel Roux Jr. yesterday admitted staff at his Michelin-starred restaurant do not receive a penny of the service charge added to bills. That's outrageous. It comes days after he apologised following revelations his chefs were being paid beneath the minimum wage. When that controversy broke last month, a spokesman for Le Gavroche... What does that mean? Well, Le Gavroche... It, Gavroche is a um, character in um, Les Mis, isn't he? I don't know. What, but what does it mean? Gav, the Gavroche. But but what does it mean? It's a man's, I know what Le means. It's, it's a boy's name. What does Gavroche mean? All right, the little boy from Les Miserables. <clears throat> OK, fine. Does that help? Well, yes, it does. Um... Uh... Someone suggested I get a nasal rinse. Claim that all staff, front of house and kitchen, share in the 13% discretionary service charge. But the former MasterChef judge has now confirmed that the Mayfair restaurant regards the charge as revenue and Ooh. keeps all of it. Oh, you miserable, penny-pinching dodgepot. The confession may not go down well with customers who already pay £212 each. <gasps> For the fixed price menu, prefix. Prefix. What does that mean? Fixed price. The service charge adds twenty-seven pounds fifty-six. That's per head. Oh, 
you cheeky git, which many will have assumed was being used to reward hard-working employees. One chef told The Guardian Rue was fully aware that to share the service charge is what the public expects. He was purporting to share the service charge, but he wasn't. We don't do this job for the money, but he makes out that he shares this money and he doesn't. Uh, the scandal of restaurants taking a cut of staff's tips emerged last year. Chains including Pizza Express and Las Iguanas were found to be involved in the practice. Commenting on service charges, a spokesman for Le Gavroche, which means the little boy from Les Mis, <laughs> said wages are not dependent on fluctuating levels of discretionary service charges or tips. Gratuities form just one part of the payroll each month. Service charge is treated as revenue and the restaurant pays all taxes accordingly. Well, so hang on a minute. So people, are they trying to get around it by saying that there is a service charge, but you can also give them a gratuity? Because people don't. If it's included, they're not going to Of course the service charge is a tip. You all know that. Here we go. Rue also announced yesterday the service charge will no longer be discretionary. There is too much ambiguity between service charges and tips. There's none whatsoever. You put it there. You see, you see a service charge. Oh, that's I don't need to tip. That's the tip. Uh-huh. So from the end of t- January 27, we are going service included, he said. This will be marked on the bill and menu so as to make it clear that no further payment or gratuity is needed. Yeah, but w- will they get some money then? <laughs> <clears throat> That's out of order. That's so dodgy. That's out. I mean, come on. And the way he spins it is that, you know, he started out and he wasn't thinking about what the money he was earning. Mm. Okay, yeah. but you are now and you're earning quite a lot more than they are. Yeah. Um... Oh, man. Wow. What a... That is mean, isn't it? He seemed like such a nice man. Well... They often do. Greed. You see, greed. it's all about greed. Greed and money. And we, people get greedy and they see um, stars in their eyes. Uh, line one, you're on the wireless. Up your bomb. Thank you very much indeed, line one. Let's end on a, on a good story. Listen to this, I love this. A Beatles magazine found in a charity shop has sold for £6,500. Oh, that'll do. It was signed by the Fab Four. Discovered inside a dusty box of records, it had a front-page photo of John, Paul, George and Ringo, complete with autographs. Oh, RSPCA staff uh, took it to Lawrence's Auctioneers in Somerset. It was bought by a Beatles collector with proceeds going to the animal charity. I'd rather, like, just like a bloke had found it. And spent it all. Yeah, the RSPCA annoy me a little bit at the moment. Why? What, you personally? Yeah. Yeah. What, with their political standpoint? Sticking their nose in. Yeah. <laughs> they found out about your um, sticking sex, that one. I wish that, that last one... And I thought they were all di- dying off. They were all dying off. I was destroying all of the eggs so that no more could um, be born. They're androgynous, you see, and they're self-perpetuating. Um, and then I told you, just they're all, they're all dead. I thought, oh, thank God. And then I saw one on the stairs. <laughs> the will to survive is strong. Tiny little one on the stairs, and... Um, so, I mean, and they, he'll live for about another year. It's like Jurassic Park. And I won't be able to, I, I, I can't, jeez, oh, I want to crush him. How, well, we've only got 30 seconds left, and this was meant to be the thrust of the show. How sentient are stick insects? Are they as sentient as a stick or as sentient as an insect? If I crush it between my fingers, <gasps> is it like snapping a twig off or is it like um, killing a beautiful butterfly?
On that bombshell, dear listeners, back on Monday. We're here all next week, uh, 10 till 1. Um, don't forget, you can download the podcast, guys. Go to iTunes, type in Ian Lee. Until next week, ta-ta. Festive free speech with all the trimmings. We want our show to focus on the joy of Christmas. Christmas on Talk Radio.